What's up, everybody? Welcome to Table Story Warped, the official stream of the What's Oldest New RPG System. How's it going? Welcome to the show. We'll be using mature language. You just have to sit there and take it. Or you can leave. You know, it's it's really it's up to you. Whatever whatever it is that <laughs> no, you want to do. Don't tell him to leave. Stay. Sorry. <laughs> deal with it. Suffer through the extreme stupidity and extreme immaturity of our words as we throw them violently. And my power flickered. Oh, yeah, please rate us uh, a thorough critical review. Do you live in a third world country? You'd think so. I've never, I've Getting never heard there. of that much power problems, before. dude. I, it's, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ancient. I have been on this earth many, many a year. Yet I'm still slightly younger than PG. And don't fucking look at But I have to say, in all of my years, I have never, never, ever had it happen where my power or my internet has gone down as much as it has this year. Fucking insane. Insane. I can't believe it. I lost three weeks of internet since the spring. Yikes. I'll be playing Simply today, by the way. <laughs> All right, yeah, you will be. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. Uh, can we also get a big happy birthday for Miss Simply Jackson, please? Happy birthday! Happy birth! Happy, happy birthday! Born anniversary. I'm old. <laughs> I also got a happy birthday dinosaur back in the back. Happy birthday, Ooh. dinosaurs! Happy birthday! Can we get? Also, I'm gonna get really into character today. So. <laughs> you all fail for not cosplaying. Fail. <laughs> fail. Minus twenty XP. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Skatiru. Twenty first. There Forever. You go. Yeah. Yeah. Happy 21st <laughs> birthday, simply. Uh, can we get some happy birthdays and some uh, new tables to love emotes in the chat, please, for Miss Simply Jackson, please, please, because uh, she's wonderful and we love her and uh, she totally deserves all the love. Thank you, guys. Uh, Thanks. How's it going? How's it going? Is everybody doing well today? No, yeah. not too good. Poundland shut down. So. So, was it Poundland or Pound Stretchers? I don't know. It, it, is that important for the joke right now, Sky? <laughs> I don't even know if they did. I just saw a thing. I like don't watch TV, and then I saw a thing on TV, and it was a documentary about saving Pound Stretchers. Yeah, it's it might be Pound Stretchers or Pound World. I think Poundland is the strongest pound based right, shop at the yeah. moment. What is that? The best part I is everything for a pound. So it's like the Euro store. Like dollar store. It's like a dollar yeah. store, yeah. But it's it's hilarious because, you know, I think pound is associated with other things. And uh yeah, the that's pound what store sounds like a fun place. <laughs> I was like I was like, Wow, that's a great store. <laughs> I was like, you can just go there and wow, it's it's awesome. That's what uh Peachy uses as a dress line as part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Peach Pixelate, the pound store, man is address. <laughs> it's on your that's your tagline on your business card. Um just kidding, Peachy doesn't have a business card. Uh <laughs> how's it going today, everybody? Welcome to the show. Uh we do a very silly space opera sci fi show here using the what's old is new RPG system. And if you guys are unclear as to what that is, you can uh, head on over to the Wine RPG website, wine dot com. W O 
www.inrpg.com to learn more about the system. It's actually a conglomerate of three different settings and partially some changes with the system for to, to apply to the different settings. Um, you have OLD, which is kind of like your fantasy sort of uh, medieval type settings. Um, NOW, which is a modern setting. You have stuff with uh, maybe some like lower tier cyberpunk, maybe some uh, slightly future uh, type type uh, atmosphere, uh, possibly even this sort of like uh, occult kind of uh, feeling to it. Um, and we're in NEW for this show, which is sci-fi, space opera, that kind of stuff. Um, and I think the system especially is good for doing a sandboxy type of campaign. Um, you have a lot of options with it. You can do a lot of different things with it. It's extremely versatile. And uh, you should consider it if you want to make that kind of a game. Um, also... We have some wonderful people on the show. Why don't we go around the room and introduce them and their characters? Let's get started. Bobby, you want to start us off there, bud? Sounds good. What's up, guys? I'm Ironship Bobby Flail here on Twitch. Uh, I was trying to play No Man's Sky yesterday on stream, but I can't get it to work, unfortunately. But uh, I'll probably be streaming some WoW maybe later tonight, potentially. Here, though, I play Catherine Brax McQuaid. Uh, a couple other characters as well, Moto and Bofin, who we haven't met yet, but hopefully we will either today or next session. Spoiler. Uh, I'm not, not spoiling. Bobby, you can go up just like a touch. A little bit? Okay. Yeah, a little bit. There we go. A little bit. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to play today. We're finally going to see if we can start talking about settling the dispute on Shoku, the moon, um, and uh, yeah, should be good. Let's play. Thank you very much, Pony. Hello, my name is Pony Punch, and today I was hunting Bigfoot all alone because Pixel were too busy. He didn't want to play. Uh, but, uh, yes, I play... I wanted to. This is my time. I'm on the screen. And I uh, play RA9. And uh, I'm also blonde play... and I'm stupid. <laughs> play RA9. Happy fun time. And also Daniel. And I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm hyped. I got a red bull. Excellent. Thank you. Miss Birthday Girl Simply Dicky. Why is Peachy coming up for you? See? What? Yep. what happened? I told you earlier. <laughs> what happened? Oh, did hey you tell me in Zoom? I, I totally, I messed up. Sorry. Yeah, I'll just say it. I'll say it in your I'll mouth. fix it. It's going <laughs> to be fixed. Hi, hi, guys. My name is Sibley Jackson. Peachy, you have to move your <laughs> mouth. Yeah, you got to mouth it. I, I often catch things in my mustache. I really like the taste of it. I keep it for a while. <laughs> I'm a super handsome guy. Uh, check me out over at Peachy Pixel 8 sub. You know, etc. Check out my merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <Super> I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking at too many no. different things, and we were having good conversation beforehand. I know what you guys are thinking. <laughs> good conversation from this group of people? Impossible, Wag Steven. <laughs> I say right? to you, no. They are all excellent humans, and you should totally not think that way. Uh, sorry. Let me switch this. <laughs> let me let me get it fixed. I'm fixing. It's happening. It's doing the stuff in the thing. Chat is saying that simply didn't age well. Just overnight, man. Savage. Savage. That's not okay, guys. Damn. Well, boyfriend always like makes really pretty art of like his friends and stuff, and he made a. If you guys don't know boyfriend, he's a streamer, makes great art. You should check him out. But um. 
he made art of me this morning for my birthday, but you got it wrong because that was you're supposed to be more like peachy. There you go. So well, 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 more just revise it with the beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll hit him up and just tell him how wrong he was for doing what he did. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Ruby Tootie, our medical officer. I also play Boker, and I haven't figured out her voice yet. Uh, I'm thinking about making her a tactical officer. I'm the only asshole on this show that hasn't finished all of her character sheets, but I'll get there. Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. I haven't done it. <laughs> but anyways, that's me. Hi. That's what I do. Oh, I've been playing a lot of Warcraft and Warframe, and I'll be doing War Warframe tonight and probably more Warcraft tonight, so... If you're into the games that start with W, come on by. And apparently lots of combat. Can you just, like, you know, calm yourself a little bit simply, please? Look, I'm a really nice person out of the internet, but on the internet, I just want to kill everything. She just <laughs> needs to destroy. Zagargus. <laughs> no. Hello, everyone. I'm Zagargus. I play... I was about to say Kelvin Iambro, but it's Saturday. I play Jimmy Marinson. <laughs> Um, he's the chief engineer on the ship, and I also play Theodore Madron, who is a, a diplomat. And uh, and I have another character that's yet to be introduced, but we will see in time. And uh, I play video games and uh, talk about stuff, and sometimes create D and D content on my channel. So you're welcome to that. We're probably going to do some tomorrow. Alrighty, thank you very much, sir. And last but not least, Simply Jackson, a.k.a. Peachy Pixelate. Hey guys, I'm Peachy. Uh, I do stuff on the internet. Uh, but today, on the internet, I will be Neil Beige, uh, Ford Perfect, and Jitator. Um, I'm hoping for a bit of uh, Beige on Ogre on action today, because that was hilarious last session. <laughs> <laughs> Neil in love, can you imagine it? You don't have to, because it's going to happen. Right? Excuse me, can you please fill out this form to go out uh, to this... Uh, it's like a just no Can maybe. you fill out the contraceptive form, please? <laughs> like, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> please. Poker be like, Underneath it says, I am not a robot. <laughs> you should be like, sign there. We're now married. Great. <laughs> Congratulations on your wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wedding day too. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> and thank you, Peachy. Uh, I'm Wax Steven, and I am the GM of Doom. I'll be dragging these guys kicking and screaming through the adventure today. And uh, there might be some kicking and screaming. Could happen. Because a dispute needs to be settled um, uh, between the Venetians and the Boreans. Uh, two big supporters and members of the Alliance of Solar Systems and Planetary Orbital Organizations. And you can see for... Um, you, you can see hostilities between them erupting and causing mass hysteria and problems in the Alliance. So, the group here has been dispatched to assist with some altercations that have happened. Specifically around the moons, uh, the moon of Shoku, uh, the moon Shoku uh, that lies around uh, Vendelier, the homeworld of the Venetians, where um, the Boreans have been long tasked with helping them mine a specific kind of uh, crystal. 
um, a very valuable and special crystal, and uh, their contract has expired. And well, there have been a, there's been a lot of conflict between the groups uh, trying to get things settled, erupting in a few uh, confrontations and some skirmishes. And well, things are uh, a bit difficult. Um, there is currently a blockade around Shoku. And the group has uh, made it to Planet Vendelier, finally. And when we last left off, the uh, group had just delivered some Ogron prisoners that they had picked up along the trip. Um, what should have been a pretty basic prisoner transfer did not really go very well. There were a few mishaps that happened primarily because of some transporter malfunctions. The Ogrons were transported along with the rest of the crew, not into a holding cell, but instead into, well, the same room as the rest of everyone else. A fight erupted, and uh, eventually they were transported into the right place. Uh, luckily, with the assistance of Captain Braxton McQuaid, Jimmy Marinson was able to uh, finally get the transporter in line. When we left off, uh, things were a little heated between the Venetians, specifically um, one of the Council of Inquiry down there. Um, Counselor, let me get his name here. Uh, Counselor Nato, yeah, Counselor Nato, um, and uh, yeah, things were things were a little bit uh, well. They weren't going great. They weren't going great. Um, I, I think um, uh, Beige was about to head. I think that was like the last thing, wasn't it? Beige was gonna. He was gonna head down and try and smooth things out. Wasn't he taking the uh, diplomat? Beige was, uh, in it's... fact, yes, taking down the diplomat uh, from the group. Um, the diplomat the known Theodore. as Theodore Medrin. Yes. <laughs> A rather rotund fellow, uh, seemingly disinterested with most everything else aboard the ship, except for. Well, I would assume any sort of pleasure. That's what I'm gathering from Mr. Medrin. Yeah. Uh, so don't look at his uh, don't look at his replicator, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we uh, I think we sort of pick up uh, with Captain McQuaid has just spoken with uh, with Mr. Beige, uh, Commander Lieutenant uh, Commander Beige. Uh, about the um, about the incident and things that happened, um, and uh, Commander Beige suggested, uh, you know, bringing Diplomat Medrin down to the planet. So I think we uh, I think we meet up back in the transporter room here uh, with uh, Diplomat Medrin, uh, Commander Beige. Um, and I think Jimmy, Captain, were you there as well, or was anybody else uh, there? No, I, I was. Uh, I walked off back up to the bridge. Jimmy was Did... also uh, suspended. To... Yeah, yeah, Jimmy was, was sent away. Yeah, Jimmy was taken off active duty. 
uh, and and sort of sent to do what he may please. I, I feel guess. like my third character is only there to go. He's been fired again. That's that's all he does. <laughs> and then just makes everything work while Jimmy's in jail or suspended for a bit, and then he comes back. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're we're here now, back in the transporter area, where uh, we have diplomat Adrian, Commander Beige, and Perfect Ford manning the transporter uh so neil you're there waiting patiently for diplomat medrin who i think when he walks i think it's a saunter i don't think it's a walk it's always sauntering mm-hmm. yeah most likely because i was picturing more of a waddle saunter maybe limits his speed yeah it's it's one of those kind of he shifts his weight from foot to foot rather than kind of walks forward so it is kind of a waddle mm-hmm. okay. leisurely. so the door opens and uh, Diplomat Medrin walks through ah uh, yes Diplomat Medrin hello hey, hello commander uh, sorry to have to pull you away but we have a bit of a problem down on planet well yes and the moon of course um, what's, what's wrong on the planet Exactly. Oh wait, is it a moon with a um? The moon is red. Really, no, no, that's Shoku is a moon that is um, orbiting Vendelier. That's where the crystals are harvested, and that's where uh, the Boreans have blockaded. But you uh, guys were having a problem down on Vendelier after on the planet. Yeah, yeah. after dropping the Ogrons off. Uh, no, um, I started doing your voice, then that's weird. Uh, no, no. Um, we've had a few issues. Uh, we've hit a slight roadblock on uh, the planet when we tried to deliver some of the uh, our prisoners, and um, we need someone to fi- fix it. Right. Do you have any more details? The prisoners, I assume, was the Urgrons. There seem to be some about the smell. I can understand that the Ogrons are. It's, uh, I mean, I mean, some Ogrons smell quite nice. Um, you know, some, some Ogrons just smell of hard work. Uh, uh, and other Ogrons smell like wife material. But, uh, the problem is, um, there was, uh, some issues with the transporter, um, not entirely just the transporter, but we delivered some prisoners directly into the courtyard, um, and then they attacked the the, the guards there. Oh, yeah, that's well. And you had to do this to the Venetians, of all people. Yes. Do you have someone we can hold responsible? Have we pointed a finger? They like people taking responsibility for things. It wouldn't be hard to find one. Whether we're allowed to point said finger at said problem is another matter. Uh, Yes, yes, very well. Well, as long as we have someone and we can say, yes, we're taking care of it. Someone did a very naughty thing and etc, etc. And uh, that should ease things somewhat with the Venetians, but uh, I, mean, I, 
I did. Just try your best to, you know, sweeten them up. That's why you're here to butter, butter the edges. Right. Well, it's. <sighs> I didn't even get to get ready properly, but let's let's get to it then. Don't waste any time. Venetians are very averse to tardiness. Yes. Was there anyone else here? Is it just uh, us two? Uh, and Perfect the, forward. Doing? He's just doing the transporter, right? Mm. Right. Okay. I don't know if the captain did. The captain order anybody else to go there? Uh, actually, that's. And where? Be. Where? By the way, where are? Um, where are? Uh, where's Daniel? And uh, to, is he still down on? Transported back. Because I got out of the cage right up back, so I should be. Yeah. Um, oh, so you're here assume, as well. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I would assume everybody got transported back, right? Mm. Yeah, I yeah. I know. Didn't um, was Ruby here or was Ruby down on the Ru- planet? R- Ruby went down on the planet, mm-hmm. but that was just to I guess help out with any emergencies or or whatnot. But uh, mm-hmm. I would assume if everybody got transported back, everybody would be, you know, she'd she'd come back as well. Um. Do you know the name of the individual we're dealing with? Yeah, yes, it is. Uh, it is. Uh, That's it, two A's in that. We're dealing with someone called Ah. Do you take me for a fool, Commander? Please. Time for jerks. We have serious business to take care of. Who are we dealing with? One of the counselors, I presume. Uh, yes, counselor. There's two A's in that. There are no A's in counselor. I can assure you. Should know you don't. <laughs> the the name the name that I just said. There's two A's. It's spelt with two A's. You didn't say any names, Commander. Please. I definitely did. Definitely... That's not something that no. I would forget. Are you not paying attention? I'm going to be honest with you. There were a lot of Ogrons trying to kill us, and the transporters were malfunctioning. <sighs> uh, actually, I can check my my call history. I can <laughs> check my call history for the name of the counselor that I was talking to. Are you asking for some sort of DM help to assist He's you in this situation? Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a hundred percent going to be a role for this. Uh, go ahead and give me a logic check. Uh, logic plus... Mm-mm-mm. Politics will work. Politics. Logic plus politics. Yeah. Please tell me that if he fails, he just says the wrong name and we'll just... <laughs> we'll just I can F- neither confirm yeah. nor deny what may happen. His name's Roger. <laughs> it's Derek. Yeah. Read my sheet. Logging into Roll20 when you're about to play a game on Roll20, especially one that you do every week, is a good good plan, guys. Logic. A 14 on a 5d6. Uh, His name is Counselor Nacho. At least give me something believable, Wack. It's close. Um, with two eyes. <laughs> uh, it's it's, ca- <laughs> it's 
Councillor Nacho, as I said, two A's in that. Councillor Nacho? Uh, yes. The two A's. Two A's. Where are those A's precisely? Uh, after the N. Do you, do, you, do you need someone, um, do you like a spell checker? I'll be honest, Commander, you are not filling me with confidence, and I don't like to approach something half-cocked. So, who else has interacted with this Councillor Nacho? Uh, a couple of the Ogrons. Uh, I think Daniel has. Uh, did you, did you speak to them as well, Ruby? I don't they, think they, Ruby they, is. I don't think Ruby's there. Uh, I thought you, you said they were beamed up and they were all there. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. No, is, I, I think I would assume team, you guys yeah. had beamed up and then you went and did whatever business you had to do. I don't think they're waiting there for anybody, right? Oh, okay. Well, I assume Daniel's there though because he's I our think, security. Yeah, so I would wait in case we go down again. Up to you. I mean, Ruby, do you think you're there? Yeah. No, I think because she was the last one to leave, and I'm sure that once she got back, she would not be on this team to go back down. <laughs> She'd be like, wait. <laughs> uh, I think Daniel did for a brief second. As I said, it was very hectic down there um, and, and dangerous. Yeah, I was only there for like a minute, but I think it, it might have been Nashal. Yeah. Did you say Nashal? No, like. Hell now? No, not Nasho. Not Nasho. Nasho. Not Nasho. Let me fill you in a little minute. When you're participating in a diplomatic process, it's very important you get the basics right. Like people's names, for example. If I go down there and call him Nasho or Nashal or Noshal, whatever it is, and it's not his name, it's going to make me look like an idiot, and you won't want to listen to me. It will make my job very hard. With all due respect, I think near near Mr. Bates is really good at his job, and I don't think he will be lying. You think Mr. Neil, Mr. Bates is very good at his job, do you? Yeah, from what I've seen. He has a look at all the papers he's got on him. Uh, what's your do you have a lot of papers? Uh, I'm looking up and down. Uh, what does Daniel look like? Dan, oh, what did we say? Um, so he he has a he has a fedora on, and he's on like a. It's <laughs> got a fedora. Cause it's classy. You gotta look good. And uh, he, he's uh, tiny and chubby, I would say. Okay, so I'm sorry, both of you. All due respect and all that, but if you expect me to take the word and advice of a man obsessed with ogron smells and a man wearing a fedora, then you are quite. I'm not obsessed with ogron smells. I was just pointing out that it's a very classy hat. There are many um, different flowers in the bouquet. Uh, um, if you'll excuse me, <laughs> Walker, the teleporter room. And I, I start heading for the. Uh, uh, for the captain's ready room. <laughs> uh, Ambassador, we really need to get down there quite sharpish. Yes, I'll just be a moment. Please uh, wait. As, Talk as about in right that. now, we, yeah, we literally just teleport. Krumah <laughs> uh, 4, could you please teleport him down to the planet with us? Right, okay then. <laughs> 
I'm a moving target. <laughs> Meta gaming. You fucking like get your leg. <laughs> a moving target. We already um, don't move I'm, very fast. <laughs> so I mean, wow. I, I assume he didn't even get on the transporter pad if he's having the conversation with you. Yeah, absolutely not. Step on that thing. Yeah, but no. I'm gonna transport him from the. the You're gonna emergency transport him from not on emerge. It's not an emergency because he's not standing on the circle. <laughs> I mean, it's it's considered uh, like not optimal, you know. Well, it's, I'm sure it's not optimal. It's significantly more difficult to transport him when he's not on the transporter pad. I think that Perfect Ford would know of this, but uh, Neil gives them the order anyway. I guess. Um, yeah, you know what, Neil? It'd I'm be gonna... a lot easier if you get him onto the transporter pad. You know that, right? Uh, are we? Are we... Are we having a problem with the transporter because uh, J Jimmy kept nearly killing us? We're not a problem per se. Uh, there's a lot of Cheeto dust around here, though. But you get used to that. I'll, I'll, I'll go and get him. Uh, 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 Crewman Daniel, with me. Uh, yes, sir. F follow that diplomat. Yes, sir. Run after. Yeah. <laughs> He's not hard to catch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm assuming both me and y'all have tiny legs. <laughs> yeah, my, my speed is four. <laughs> oh, God. Uh oh. Uh, ambassador. Ambassador. My waddle increases in pace ever so slightly. Truman <laughs> Daniel. I. Follow that ambassador! Uh, yes, sir! Faster! Uh, it's the ambassador, sir! <laughs> <laughs> ambassador, please stop! Please uh, stop! In, uh, 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 please stop! There's this, there's this, there's a scene like power walking uh, down this corridor, and uh, I think that um, diplomat Medrin is, is, keeps. He's yeah. got a little handkerchief that he keeps using to remove the sweat from his face. <laughs> In the name of Alliance of Solar System and Planet Open Organization, please stop. I have diplomatic immunity. Go away. No. <laughs> uh, you don't have diplomatic immunity from the Federation that you're in. Mm, I'm not so sure. I'm just Will you please slow down? No, I can't. I've built up momentum. Uh, uh, Crewman Daniel, this is a beige, a beige alert situation. Stop what? that ambassador. What's a beige alert? I've never heard of a beige alert. It's somewhere between uh, like, like a yellow alert and not alert at all. I, I don't have authority to uh, alert. Well, you don't have to alert him. Just stop him from walking. I'm trying. He's going to do himself an injury. What? I'm trying to stop him. He's too fast somehow. What are well, you if guys? You keep what stopping are, and what holding your, your gun up and doing rolls and stuff? What are your speeds? Mine's at five, so it's not like oh, yeah, that. My, mine's fast enough to catch him. Oh yeah, not... so you guys can catch up to him. I mean, there's <laughs> no, because Daniel keeps like doing tactical stops and stuff <laughs> with his gun. We, what if we run into someone? We got to stop every crosswalk. 
but we've got to catch him. <laughs> Do it faster. I'm trying alone. You gotta stop at like every cross. <laughs> Go. That, that was just like a window. That doesn't even. <sighs> Security is everything, Mr. Beige. Okay. As soon as I get to the, the captain's door, I'm like <laughs> rapid fire pressing the entry button. <laughs> Enter. <laughs> Hey. Yeah, the door closes behind you. Uh, There's a beet red diplomat Medrin that walks in. How are you doing, Mr. Uh, well, to be the issue. Do you realize that you may have some idiots aboard your ship? Sorry to be blind, Captain, but I was asked to go to the teleporter pad and there was your commander talking about the smell of ogrons and the man in the fedora telling me that the counselor of the Venetians was Councillor Nacho. That can't be. It's a, uh, I pull up my, my data pad, go through. Say a, a one Councillor Nato. Uh, ah. Yes. Nato. Nato, Nato, I'm not sure in the pronunciation. Nato, oh, pronunciation, let's see. Uh, Venetians. Go ahead and I give me. Do you have language? I have linguistics, yes. Or uh, xenology. Uh, I got linguistics. Okay. Give me a, give me a logic check plus um, Good. plus linguistics. Twenty one. Wow, twenty one out of forty six. Really good. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely Nato. Nato. Yes, yes. They're Venetians. Okay, uh, well, from what I understand about the situation, it's all very confusing. I thought I could see you in person. Apparently, there was some issue with some teleportations, and I'm to fix the problem. I'm not an engineer. Well, I can't go down there and fix anything. But you, could you explain a bit better than your. Yeah, absolutely. Matter? You don't need to actually make any physical repairs. Uh, I just wanted you to sort of tag along to. Well, it was actually Commander Beige's idea, but I support his decision in having you tag along just to make sure all the diplomatic things go smoothly. Well, so of course. Maybe if um, Counselor Nato, was it? Nato, yes. Mm. Uh, just so uh, Counselor Nato doesn't lose his or her cool. Perhaps leave the Commander here then, and that Daniel fellow. Perhaps bring people who are a bit more... Uh, people with... A bit more decorum, perhaps. They, they should be fine. I did put Commander Beige in charge of this mission, and I have no... You did. ...that Crewman Daniel will cause any issues. Very well, very well. So the, the issue was the teleporting... There were some malfunctions with the teleportation device, as far as I know. Um, they were teleported around a few times. They were put into, I believe the Ogrons were teleported into the room with the actual counselor oh. himself. Oh. Um, just a bit of a messy situation. It was a technical malfunction. Mm, well. But that's the issue. It's There was no actual malice behind what had happened, but. Right. Well, I can see why they're upset. And again, it would be if a horde of Ogrons were teleported into their rooms, thinking up the place, did you understand? Exactly. Perhaps we have a gift we can take them. You know, mm. something uh, 
some air freshener, something like that. Some purifier filters, maybe. Something just to say, look, we're sorry we stunk up the place. Here's our solution. How about this plant right here? I grab the, the potted plant on my desk. The like one this, that uh, the one that has the orchids that look like uh, genitalia. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Captain, but no. Why not? This is a beautiful plant. I see no issues with this. It smells wonderful. You smell it, do you? Well, yes. Mm. You do realize it appears to be covered in little men with their bits hanging out. <laughs> what? I look at it. You see this here? For the first time. Uh, like, um, I, uh, I pull a fan from my pocket and just kind of point over to that part right there. It's dangling down between those two longer parts. Oh, you don't need to point it out. You definitely don't need to point that out. Um, I, I think actually... there, I think there's like a camera shot here from like slightly behind the flower, so it's all like blurred out, and you just see like a super close up of the captain's face as the slow dawn of realization starts to crawl up. I mean, it's, the colors are very nice, but as you can imagine, I don't think seeing oh, here. We're very sorry. Have a bunch of naked little men will go very well. I've had this on my desk for a few weeks now, and yeah. I've never noticed. Many sometimes, my grandmother used to say, sometimes you can't see something for looking at it. Smart woman. Yeah, she was. This is an urgent matter. Um, is there anything else you need? <sighs> well, except more time to prepare myself, which I don't think we have to spare. No. Perfect. Well, try and aid them and have this happen smoothly. And uh, when it's taken care of, please just uh, come back forward. I'd like to discuss the dispute on Shoku with you. Uh, yes, of course, of course. Uh, thank you for your time, Captain. And uh, well, do you mind if I just have a sip of your water? I'm a bit parched after that. Oh, I don't actually have water. Uh, that's a diluted maple syrup, actually. Um, you can try it if you'd like. It's quite sweet. He's turned it to Jeff Goldblum in the fly. <laughs> I'll be... I'll be on my way, Captain. Good day to you. I just nod. One of those faces and open the door. You just, the like, second. ring out the handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> the second the door shuts, I grab the plant. I just stand up, bring it over to the garbage, and just toss the whole thing <laughs> in the trash. Just literally, just like, just lift it up like this, bring it over, and just drop it. You just you hear the sound of like the the uh, matter recycler, just kind of like. Peace has been recycled, Mr. Marinson. Go back to my seat and start researching some more on the dispute. Speaking of Mr. Marinson, I'm assuming uh, he's he's chosen to do something uh, very constructive with his new newly acquired downtime. Um, definitely, a hundred percent. Doing headstands on his bed, cross-legged. Impressive. We just get like a two-second shot of that happening. Everything um, looks so different upside down. <laughs> and uh, then we return back to the transporter room um, with uh, Diplomat Medrin, uh, Neil Beige, Daniel, uh, ready to go. Um, 
I would also like to switch scenes uh, here and uh, figure out what's happening with the new Ogron uh, mm-hmm. aboard the ship. Oh, um, that's a point that I probably would have done. I would have asked Ruby to give her like a medical, uh, a medical <laughs> exam. Boker's just like standing around, like just. So Boker, just Boker's, Boker's in the sick bay. Uh, yeah, Ruby, you just you see this Ogron kind of saunt, like walk in. Um, I would assume the Yogron is escorted by probably like Jetator. Mm-hmm. Um, could we have my tactical person? You have a tactical person? I sure. Indeed. Who's your tactical person? Um, my tactical person is Bofin, a large Trantor erudite. Ah, Ooh. and now what tr- what is a Trantor for people Trant- that don't know? Basically, it's first of all, it's a large creature like Ogrons, um, but I it's basically an elephant person. So I have a huge trunk, big old tusks. So like I would be in equal size, probably a little broader or beefier than Nogron. Maybe a little shorter, but like definitely like mm-hmm. I would say a little thicker. Just a big face. You have a big face. Yeah. Just a, like yeah, it's big like my elephant. ears would go wider out than my shoulders. I'd say. Okay. Yeah, and I would be escorting the Ogron. Okay, and uh, yeah, uh, Boffin. Uh, you, you, uh, yeah, you walk in with, uh, Boker, um, and, uh, Ruby, you're there, you see these, uh, you, you've seen probably everybody on the ship at least once, uh, to give them, you know, uh, examinations or whatever. Um, so you know Boffin, um, and they're escorting this Ogron into, into your sick bay. Uh, I'm saying this. Uh, Craven, Craven, Boffman, why, why are you bringing one of those uh, Ogron prisoners to my medical bay? They're supposed Hello. to be, they're supposed to be being teleported down. Oh, I was told to bring them here. Wait, does that one have special privileges? I don't know. This room too small. We're just after very Do not crowded. Speak. Um. Commander Beige. Yeah, yes. Why? Why is one of these Ogrons coming to my medical bay? This is one of the ones that was in that. that... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was supposed to message you, but we had a runaway ambassador. Um, a runaway uh, ambassador. Yeah, he was quite fast for a for a bit for a big man. Um, but D- Daniel was quite slow sometimes. But he's very tactical <laughs> about it. Uh yes. Oh, uh, she. Um, actually helped us subdue the criminal uh, Ogrons. Oh, she's the one that lit you up. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, but yeah, that was very uh, it, uh, uh, I made a deal with her, um, so I, I need a, you to give her an alliance medical to make sure she's fit for duty. Oh, okay, all right, sure. That's fine. I, I, I don't know this what... Is, these, are, these are captain's orders, or you just... Uh, Captain told me to sort it out, so I assume oh. that's Captain Or You know what he's like. He didn't sign anything either. Uh, yeah, no, unless it's, you know, for more syrup, but that's okay. All right, well, thank you. Uh, okay, sorry, Ruby, bye. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I guess uh, since I can't put two of you in a medical break, you're both very uh, large. How about, uh, what was your name? My name's Marmbokor. 
This is really hard to do two characters, by the way. Anybody who gets to play two characters in one scene, congratulations, <laughs> graduated into I've done three! Elite it was status. hell! <laughs> That's all. Morning, <laughs> Bogor. Okay, well, go ahead and uh, sit on this little area over here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to uh, go ahead and pull up your sleeves and stuff. We're gonna draw some blood. What? Draw some blood? I don't. No quick movements. She starts moving really slow. Bogor. Sit in seat. Now. And okay. I grip you on the shoulder. Much bigger than she is, or I guess a little bigger than she is, so she'll respect that, I guess. Girthier. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, let's see. How, how have you been doing? Was it? I'm sorry, you have to repeat your name to me again, Bobby. Oh, uh, it would be. Would, would he be private or just crewman for low level tactical? Crewman. Unless, crewman. unless you guys have gone through officer training, you're just crewman. Cool. Okay. Uh, crewman Boffin. Boffin. Okay. How's uh, how's your uh, how's everything going in your quarters, crewman Boffin? And she's gonna like. Ruby's like pungently rolling back sleeve. The more gets more skin, the more sweat that's revealed, the stinkier the ogron is. Like, ugh, gross. It is good. Why it's do you wonder? A fine ogron crust. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make conversation to distract myself from this the smell. I, I take my, my trunk, which I mean that's my nose, but I kinda like tuck it away and like up underneath my arm so I can't smell the old ground. <laughs> is it like is it like what you do when you eat when you're wearing a tie and you like tuck it into your shirt? Like you yeah, just Yeah, literally yeah. that's what I do. I just sort of like grab my, my like my <laughs> shirt and just pull it up and I just like kinda take my trunk my, my trunk and put it down my shirt. Somebody just ripped a fart. <laughs> no. looks at uh Bo Bo Botan? I'm so Bofin. sorry. Bofin. Bofin. Why does test necessary? Why did you have to draw the blood? What? What? What is no happening? No speaking. Why no speaking? I don't know. I just put one finger up. No more. And then Ruby will just draw the blood, take some skin samples, make sure she runs her test on it. Let's see if petal is ripped. There's petal. There's petal. Yeah. I'm gonna have to do this to myself. That's fine. Okay, so you go ahead and give a proper uh, examination. Go ahead and give me medicine check plus uh, your logic. Um, so yeah, there's some people that don't know what ogrons look like. Uh, ogrons are sort of a combination of an orc and ogre. They're green, they're large, and stinky and uh usually not too bright um and uh let's see what was that a 14 on a 5d6 we had some double ones in there nice nice perfect yeah um okay so you kind of hurry through these tests um and it's uh you know it's not smelling great in there everybody that's in there is constantly like looking around trying to accuse each other of the smell, basically. Uh, any any of you staff that are in there, just like, like really, you couldn't just like go out into the hall and do that. Um, <laughs> you know, it's that kind of looks around. Regiment. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I assume that Petal obviously just goes on about her business and pretends like she had no part in it, like a yeah, normal she's useless. feeling. As usual. And 
Yeah, you take a look. The Ogron seems like they're in okay health, uh, from what you can tell. They, they're definitely made of very sort of stern stuff. Uh, to do any kind of like blood work and stuff, you have to punch through like a hide, you know, like they have mm-hmm. they have a thick sort of hide to them. Um, uh, a bit resilient to damage. Ogrons have natural soak, so they they uh, they they get certain bonuses and things. And just trying to jab the friggin' needle in there to take the blood is difficult. But uh, yeah, you do it. You get the the general lay of the land. They seem like they're okay. There's probably a, a sort of uh, strange uh, thing that does pop up in the scan, though. I think that you can see that the uh, you know, probably certain things that are like in the Ogron's bloodstream. Uh, you can see that there's some kind of like, uh, probably I would assume some sort of like alcoholic residue that's in there. Their their blood alcohol uh, percentage is is not worryingly high, but uh, they're definitely still slightly inebriated. Okay. <clears throat> All right, all right. Let me start your medical record with the ship. Boop, Commander Beige. Hi, uh, yes. Do we have a specific allocation we would like to put this over on into under the ship's library of jobs? Um, uh, I, I don't. Do you think she's any good at accounting? Oh, don't. I would not put my money on that, sir. No. I. Mm. We get, like, a shot of Boker. She's literally got, like, a finger up her nose. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, smelling her own like, smell. Like... There's, like, a gooey one that gets pulled out. <laughs> I, I I think she's more of a brute type than a brawn or than a brain type, you know. Uh, right. Um... What well, any recommendations you can give as the medical officer would be appreciated. Okay, it's, I'm just I, gonna put her under tactical because based on Daniel's performance, we might need some help over there in case she wants to potentially do any defensive measures. I mean, unless I we want to have her carry machinery down in the docking bay, I don't know. Well, Daniel is pretty tactical. He's just very slow at it. We'll call it that. Okay, thank you, Commander Beige. Okay. Uh, uh, has she, has she mentioned me at all? N- n- no, she seems oh. pretty disgusted to be down here and confused, but that's about it. Oh, 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 oh okay. Do you want me to ask her? Or do you want me to mention uh, you uh, to her? Uh, that would... uh, if, if it comes up... Okay, I'll tell her you said hello, then. Oh, uh, no, no, um, hi. So I said hi. hi. Okay, no, sounds good. No, okay. hello. Okay. Uh, I'll figure greetings. it out. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna go now. Thank uh, you. Uh, I wonder if I should have said yo. <laughs> Daniel, could I pull off a yo? Of course you could. Always. <laughs> oh, how do you how do you spell Boker? Do you know how to spell B Boker? You spell your name. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it in as B, Kerr, maybe. I don't know. Okay, perfect. We're gonna list you as tactical training, I think, maybe, if that helps. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. I mean, you look like you respect him. That'll be, that'll be good to work with that. Okay. What is tactical? 
Lieutenant Junior Grade Duty. Yes. How much longer do you need me? I think, I think we're wrapping it up right now. I'm, I'm interested in why her uh, alcohol level is a little high. I'm not too sure. Um, are you taking her back to Commander Beige, or are you taking her back to? Those are my orders. Okay, I'm gonna print out this notification of her alcohol level being high and uh, a blood alcohol level being high and send it back with him. Also, uh, bo- 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 Boker. Yes. C- Commander Commander Beige says hi. To look at you. Uh, you have to tell me your name again. I'm so bad at this. Too many B names. <laughs> Bofin. 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 She look at Bofin and go, Who oh, Commander Beige? No questions. Are you done, Lieutenant Junior Grade 2D? We're done. I went ahead and sent my medical records over to Commander Beige and to the captain for their the new ship, I guess, employee. I don't know. With me, and I just sort of motion um, Booker to stand up. Booker stands up and tries to dodge any medical equipment with their hand. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's all those, like, lights with the handles on them that, like, <laughs> dodge out of the way. Okay. Yeah, and you guys uh, head off. Uh, we return to the transporter pad where uh, Diplomat Medrin has arrived with Daniel and uh, Commander Beige. I, I think me and Daniel have just sort of got back there. I, where did he go? He said he was going to the captain. Why can't you find him? I don't know. Listen, I, it was too fast. Okay. It, it wasn't D- that fast. Gentlemen. No. Oh. There he is. I found him. He's over there. Okay, Okay. Uh, just a quick briefing before we go down. Right. Okay. Usually I give the briefing. Right, um, well, I don't think you're qualified this time. I'm the the commander of the ship. Very well, commander, if you'll just listen. Uh, Please don't talk about the various Urgron smells and which ones are nice and which ones are not. Best just to keep it at hmm, it's a smell. Okay? And uh why would I randomly bring that up? Well to be honest I'm not quite sure. And you Daniel Daniel, does that come off of your head, that thing? Well you gotta look good while you're on the job, so Yes, that's why I'm asking you to take it off. Uh, it's it's actually uh, part of his tactical equipment. It is. Yeah, yes. I have paper. Show him the paper. I got. I, I'm allowed to have it. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, there. Well, do you have? They approach you. Get quite close. Do you perhaps have another one that's a bit less? Well. There are some stains, I think, on this one. I'm not quite sure what they yeah, are. Okay. Smells a bit. Do you have a smell? Perhaps yeah, you on the fine, fine. And I'll take it off and just flip it inside out. Yeah. It's reverse. Oh, of course. It's, it's like reverse. it's like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, like the 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 inside of the uh, the fedora is like some weird pattern. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. It's really quite bright. <laughs> well. 
Let's go down and try and smooth things over, shall we? Please let me take the lead, if you will. If it comes to official matters about military such and such, then you know, I will defer to you, but until then, just look professional and polite and respectful and... I always look professional. I always do, sir. Okay, let's get going, then. Right. Walk over to the teleporter pad proper and <clears throat> one leg at a time. <clears throat> Get myself up there. <laughs> I have to put my hand on my knee. <clears throat> there we go. They should really put some steps up to this thing. It's like oh, well, one. Well. It's like one step. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like one That's step. That's two inch step at most. Yeah. Regardless, the step would be useful. Perhaps some sort of escalator. <laughs> Think about the Boreans who've only got short legs. Must be a nightmare for them. Like it's sensitive. That's what, what you're trying to say. Huge steps and. It's, mate, that's like two inches. It's part of your charm. It's now that. be quiet. Right. Okay. Hope right. there isn't an accident when I send you over. Are we ready? Do we need anything else? Are we waiting on anyone else, or is it just us three? Uh, Perhaps we want to bring a jester or a clown. I, I don't think we have... Oh, uh, we do have that that guy that does the, the place with the guitar. Okay, get him. We are not, no, we're not bringing entertainment with us. Right, well, you're going to have to be... Um, you're going to have to let me know if you're going to make any jokes. Because there might be a bit of confusion. Well, of course, I will, naturally. I'm not saying he's a jester. It's just, you know, guitars are entertainment. Right, so no one knows it's coming. That's what you're saying. Uh, no, it's just us. <sighs> Very well. When you're ready. Right, mate. What what grade is um are our secondary characters? Is it five? Your secondary characters are grade six. Your tertiary characters are grade five. Right, you've j what you've done there, Wack, you've introduced a word that I am not entirely sure what it means. <laughs> five um, is a number that comes after four but before six. <laughs> it was more the tertiary that I was a bit confused with there. Just wow, sick burns. <laughs> Fourteen. Four. Oh, oh god. Oh god. I, f I feel like I might have, um, on purpose, been a bit of an idiot. Okay. So, uh, well, to be fair, you're not trying to do complicated transporter actions like trying to send a specific group to a, a certain cell. Uh, you know. It, it, and also send another group somewhere else. Um, so this one is a is a pretty simple thing. But just to be fair, I would like to point out that uh, Peachy has in fact rolled three ones as part of his fourteen on a sixty six roll. So if we could just get some ones, some tables, two ones in the chat, please, that would be great. Three ones. There have been. I'm three here for ones. you, chat. You Thank doing? you. Thank you. The transporter. You can see the transporters start 
to linger a little bit on on Diplomat Medrin. Like there's more molecules that start. You see the light gets like a little bit brighter for him. And you, you Ew, see, there seems to be a lot of mass in that one. The transporter pad starts to flicker a little bit, and um, <laughs> you see you see this worried look on uh, Diplomat Medrin's face and this big smile on Perfect Ford's face as uh, eventually the transporter. <laughs> goes through you guys appear um into the uh i guess the the waiting area that you uh transported to previously um you can see that the uh, you know there's there's some stuff that's uh being cleaned up i guess from the previous altercation um you can see that there's uh you know some some uh plants and things that got knocked over um the room in general is sort of uh it's a very i think um to describe it would be there's a lot of a kind of uh, flat like marble look to it you know um like very smooth polished stone and um the room shapes are sort of rounded um, as opposed to very like geometric and squared, um, most of the the ceilings are have a sort of rounded shape to them, almost like it's not really a semicircle; it's more of an oblong circle. It's been stretched out, um, and uh, there's a lot of tapestries that are kind of hanging on the flat parts of the walls. Um, you can see for what you would assume, I, I think diplomat Medrin, you would know immediately are obviously uh, various clans that are represented as part of the tribal council uh, for the Venetians. Um, there are uh, three people in the room already when you guys arrive, um, and you can see um, that one of them uh, appears to be um, dealing with uh, some sort of data pad. Uh, they turn towards you, and uh, this is a, a, uh, a female uh, Venetian. Um, all Venetians are bald. Um, that's, uh, that's just the way that they're built. They're, they're hairless. And um, uh, she turns to you. Um, she's probably about, uh, we'll say, five feet tall or so. And um, she says, Welcome. How may I assist you? Um, I, I approach an in Venetian I saw over there. I respect you. Uh, I, I greet you respectfully and thank you for welcoming us into your honored halls. I switch back to Carmen. Uh, I believe there was perhaps some issue with uh, some difficulties caused to you by a malfunction upon our ship. Um, so give me, uh, Diplomat Madrin, give me a... Let's see, make you roll here. Um, give me an intuition plus bureaucracy. Okay. I love how you took the grooming skill. That's fantastic. Yeah, I had to pick that up as well. What? An eight on a 46. 
Oh, wait, okay. for some reason it, it rolled um, logic instead of my int. Because you've got logic set for your attribute for bureaucracy. Yeah, I tried to switch it over, but... Oh, well. Extra d6. A 12. A 12 on a 5d6. Um, so, uh, it's not difficult for you to tell. Um, this is a very basic kind of thing to understand. Um, you realize that being addressed now by someone other than Counselor Nato is very much a slight towards uh, towards the group. Um, once you've sort of been assigned somebody in the Venetian culture in the hierarchy, they are usually the 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 typical custom is for them to stay with you. Um, and sort of guide you through whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Um, being handed off to somebody else is like a slap in the face. Uh, would you be uh, Councillor Nato? No. Ah, I thought not. Uh, would he be available to speak with us? Or uh, with Perhaps just with me. I'm afraid that will be impossible. Understandable. Well, on behalf of the, with the captain and obviously our ship, I would like to get this resolved so that everyone's happy. Uh, and then once we've dealt with this, make sure that we haven't uh, offended you. And then we can deal with the further issue upon the circuit. Please follow me. Of course. Uh, again, not even being given her her name uh, is like another slap in the face. You're getting like you're like twitching like a little bit like each time one of these things kind of happen. Uh, and you, you now you're kind of realizing that things are a bit worse than you thought, like, like, and I think maybe, you, maybe you're you're seeing Neil and uh, and Daniel and you're giving them these kinds of looks as you are following behind respectfully. I'll uh, lean over to the commander, just quietly, commander. Just what exactly? What was the worst part of what happened? Uh, the worst part was, uh, From it was all pretty bad. You the worst part there. Uh, the, the worst part was when the large ogre put me down. I mean, for the Venetians, what was the worst part oh. for them? Uh, well, the Ogrons did try to kill them. That's probably a low point. The Ogrons tried to kill them. Were they successful in any way, shape, or form? No. And you're quite sure? We did, we did manage to get them transported into a cell, and... Well, D Daniel went with them, but that wasn't on purpose. Right, but... Okay, were, were any Venetians uh, perhaps touched, maybe, by the Ogrons? 
yes, aggressively touched, yes. By aggressively touched, do you mean struck by the Ogrons? Uh, well, it, yes. It's, to what extent, they are Commander? To what extent were they struck? To what extent? Yes. Um, well, uh, with with a fist. Right. Uh, and, you know... Were they, would you say they were beaten by an Ogron? I... You, you put it, stretch it to beaten? Be, beaten is a strong word, um, but it would be mildly applicable, yes. Yes, and there was a counsellor. One of the counsellors was beaten by an Ogron. They're all counsellors, right? All the security people? Uh, well, there's different ranks, but, uh, people that were associated with Counselor Nato, there was one that was hurt. Uh, yes, one of, uh, Counselor Nato's, uh, uh, contingency of guard was hurt. Yes. Oh, so Counselor's personal guard was beaten by an Ogron that we sent down here. Uh, well... Yes, our medical office did offer to. Uh, no, give that aid. doesn't. That doesn't matter. Let me put it to you this way, just so you can get how unhappy they are. Imagine you woke up one morning to. There's some, excuse my language, to someone shitting in your face. <laughs> You'd be quite unhappy, wouldn't you? You basically shit in the Venetian's face, Commander. I definitely didn't. Sh didn't. Go it's to a metaphor. It's face. a metaphor, Commander. You. Oh, my goodness. Does that happen to you a lot? <clears throat> Daniel, has anyone ever gone to toilet on your face? <sighs> Let's just say you've made my job very difficult. As you hopefully noticed, uh, your eyes, Commander Nato is not here. Ambassador, uh, yes. if I might say, your job didn't start until there was a problem. This is your job. Uh, yes, but you've made it... Oh. Uh, Imagine I had to calm you down from someone shitting in your face. I mean, don't shoot the messenger, I'm just saying. Very well, you've just made them very unhappy, and it's going to be a lot of effort to get them even remotely Is that what they mean when they say sending a message? They're gonna do toilet in someone's face? No, that's... What? Why are we pooping on people? Oh. I'm very confused. Why did I sign up for this ship? That's the real question, Commander, don't you think? Let's get going. I pick up the piece a little bit to catch up with the counselor. Uh, there's, a, there, there's always, I think, for every single character on the ship, there is some stupid shit that has happened in your past that has forced you to be put on this ship. There is some kind of <laughs> is... horrible thing yeah. that has happened in your past that has put you on this ship. We it all is... fucked up. Yep. <laughs> this is the penalty ship. <laughs> uh, Daniel? Yeah? Uh, firstly... I don't like the whole toilet in someone's face thing. Uh, secondly, did, you're, did you used to be a detective, uh, if I remember your file correctly? Yeah, yeah, I was a private detective, Ada. Well, since we're amongst the Venetians and we do have a job pertaining to Venetians, perhaps you might be able to find out 
um, some information on how they feel about the Boreans and the whole uh, crystal crisis. I made that up myself. Crystal crisis. I'm pretty sure they're angry about it. I mean, yeah, I can keep a look at Yeah, Well, maybe you can find out, see if they're uh yeah like a little annoyed or perhaps they're very annoyed face. Yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah okay. i'll keep a look out okay i think we should follow him he's very oh, slow yeah. are you daniel you don't need to tactical here okay but well i mean gotta be safe also he's We're, a lot uh, slower than he looks like he's very slow isn't he yeah. yes but maybe it would seem a little aggressive if you keep pulling out your gun and doing like front. I'm not pulling out my gun. Rolls. I'm just I have my hand on on the holster. It's a little uh, imposing. You're a very imposing character. Well, I just gotta be safe. Now do okay. keep a look in every corner. Over. Uh, and then we'll follow him. Okay. All right. Uh, so you guys are kind of marched off to, um, I, I guess it would probably be like a, um, some sort of conference, like briefing room type area. Um, and there would be like, um, probably a, a view out into Vendelier. And Vendelier is a very beautiful planet. Um, here, let's bring you guys over to this view here. Um, it is, uh, it's generally temperate um, with a lot of water and such. It's, it's very similar to the way that Earth is kind of set up. Um, and uh, it's um, bustling. Uh, it's uh, probably, if you guys are, mm, I mean, I think, yeah, all three of you are human, right? Um, yeah, so uh, you guys being used to Earth, it's even more advanced looking than, than Earth. Like, uh, everything is, you know, technically, like, mechanically uh, in the game, it's actually one um, advancement level, like, higher than, um, than uh, Earth. You know, Earth is 9, and this is 10. So... Um, Everything's a bit more futuristic looking and um, uh, impressive. Um, there's windows that just kind of oversee uh, what's going on. You guys are probably located uh, in one of the bays. So you have a view of the bay from where you are. You can see it's a very impressive kind of site. You see a uh, very clean and orderly kind of society from where you are. Um, just just a general outlook onto this um, uh, they're not on a moon. This is Vendelier proper um, that they're on right now. Shoku is currently blockaded by the Boreans. Um, and um, the room is, I think, probably like a... It's probably like a white, um, maybe even a beige, you know, kind of marble um, that uh, is all about very sort of clean, expensive-looking furniture is here. Um... Mm, you know, kind of that modern look. Um, everything's sort of a uh, flat kind of matte uh, color beyond the marble of the room. And, uh, yeah, you can see there's a, sm a small conference table that's sort of centered um, with some uh, terminal displays that are set up. 
and uh, she walks you in and says, please, would you care for any refreshments? Uh, if it isn't too much trouble for you, can't I just some water with me find, and uh, then we will wait for when you're prepared for us, of course. Very well. Uh, no maple syrup in my water, please. <clears throat> Thank you, Counselor. Diabetic. She inclines her head and sort of uh, walks off. Commander. Could you perhaps try being less bizarre? Bizarre? It's not bizarre that you that I've got uh, diabetes. Yeah, I don't know how familiar you are with Venetians, but I know how familiar I am with a glass of water because the captain always gives me a glass of water, and it's just too sweet for me. It is not custom among. Humans, nor Venetians, widely to put syrup into water, Commander. You need not make that request when you ask for a glass of water. You're handing the glass of water. That's how it goes. Why are there every single glass of water I've had off the captain has had maple syrup in it? Well, oh, goodness. <clears throat> Just to be clear, I thought it was like a. a I thought that's what a glass of water was. To business now, yes, yes. Just so you're clear what's happening here. We're no longer dealing with Councillor Natter. That means that... Oh, that's good. No, that's very, very bad, Commander. Oh, that that's bad. That they're unhappy with us because we have offended them. I assume by having one of his person guards beaten by an ogron that we placed in front of him has most likely made them angry. Further to that, this Councillor has not given me her name. And that's bad. Uh, have you asked about Yes, that's name? bad. You're catching on. Mm. When one doesn't give you their name, it's comp- I doubt you'd understand. Why don't you just ask? Yeah, I just ask. No, it's complicated. I doubt you'd understand. But we're in a very bad position. So we need to do much groveling and... If you are speaking to any of the Venetians somehow, which I advise you against, they don't really do small talk all that well. So if you have something you wish to say, get to the point. Get to the point. Yes, but don't be rude. Be very respectful and polite. So... Be succinct, but not blunt. Do you understand? So if I wanted to know their name, I would just ask their name. No, that, that's too blunt. Yes, yeah, see, it's blunt. How, how about so? What's your name? No, what I will try after a short while, perhaps once they have got over the beating nature from the Ogrons, is to politely introduce myself and my colleagues. That's you again. And if they are feeling amicable, they may give their name. That's how we do it. Right. It's very confusing. That, yeah. Well, yes, it is very confusing. I'll just let you do the talking. It's fine. That's a very good idea. You're catching on. I'm very good at small talk, though. 
I took a course on it. Perhaps when we speak to the Boreans, you can you can help. They're, they're all for small talk, especially small talk that revolves around tinkering and panels and... I, I don't know very much about panels. Well, perhaps you can learn. They're grey. There we go. Square. That's a good start. This Honestly, is not very helpful you... since we're going to talk to Venetians. Well, yes. Well, you can think about how you're going to speak to the Morians while I speak to the Venetians, and then hopefully I'll be done by the time you're finished thinking, and we can leave. Yeah, well, um, our tactical officer here does need to speak to some of the Venetians. Uh, do you have any tips on who he should speak to? I advise that our Daniel here doesn't speak to any Venetians. Well, Daniel has a job to do. We all have it. You're here to make it better. I believe his job is to stop me being attacked by any rogue ogrons we may transport into this room at a moment's notice. I don't think that will happen again. That would be... That, that was well, like I would assume it wouldn't happen in the first place, but then it You happened. would, wouldn't you? Uh, but I don't think you've met our chief... Ex-chief engineer I try to avoid most people on the ship for reasons I don't think you could grasp actually this guy this guy <laughs> who's the highest ranking of the two of you it's me? you Neil, right I, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. like second Absolutely command of the Neil. ship yeah, <laughs> yeah. no I just said so whatever you says for me yeah that would go uh so no tips then well, I did give you tips earlier. Succinct, but not blunt. But please avoid speaking to any Venetians. Right. Okay, then. Right, that includes, we can all see that the planet is absolutely breathtaking. But if you comment on that, you might seem like an idiot. Where do they keep all their files? Maybe they got a cabinet. There's there's the... terminals that are sort of angled up from the uh, from the yeah. conference table. Um, as the door opens, uh, someone walks in with a uh, serving tray and a pitcher of water um, and several uh, strange-looking glasses that are um, sort of representative of some of the um, I think some of the uh, Venetian. Uh, art that they that they like to put on display. Um, they have very there's a very interesting looking sort of crystal um, uh, like uh, stemware basically like some 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 interesting uh, drinking glasses. They're in different shapes um, and uh, they're quite beautiful. I mean sparkly and and uh, very interesting to look at. They catch light in interesting ways. Well, thank you very much. You're Sleep. welcome. And she says, uh, sort of uh, taking the tray and setting it down uh, on the table. If you need any assistance, you can contact me via the terminal there. And press the button um, at the top. Ah. Yes, this is where I see it. Thank you very much. Otherwise, you can in 
investigate what is currently transpiring via the terminals we have provided. Yes, of, of course, yes, I will, uh, I will look into it, of course. But it's gracious of you, thank you. She inclines her head, um, and uh, she's left the tray, obviously, for uh, you to put put your, you know, uh, emptied glasses and, and pitcher and leave the leave the pitcher on there. And she uh, leaves the room. Well, that went well. Yeah, good job. Well, it didn't go particularly well. We we're trying to sit here and figure things out. It'd be very nice to have a meeting with someone, but I think. One of their people being beaten by an ogron has made them quite furious. Well, what they are gods. This, this is, is this is like you've got like a you've got like a Venetian bingo card, you know? Yeah. That's that's like slights, you know, and this is like mm-hmm. you you made your third check mark, like Let's put it this way. <laughs> the Venetians hold respect very, very high in their culture, but they have left us to our own devices. They have said, you sit in here all on your own. We don't have anyone who wants to speak with you. Do you understand that? They're not happy. What we are going to do... But that is seems probably like a reward. <clears throat> what we are going to do is spend... <sighs> several hours, most likely, should do it. And uh, I'll have to look at things and read things eventually come to them with an apology and then hope that they at least will give us permission to continue with our mission on Shoku. At this point, that mission is in danger, Commander. Do you understand what that means? No. No. What that means, Commander, is if we can't go there and do our jobs, there could very well be war within the Alliance. We'll fix it. Good idea. Neil, isn't it Neil Beige? Is your name your Neil Beige? Commander Neil Beige? Commander Beige, yes. Commander Neil Beige, if I recall correctly. That's my first name, yes. Yes, okay, good. Well, you can use that terminal. No, we need and to go and speak to someone. No, we do not, Commander. Did you say we've got several hours in here? Yes, several hours right. to get started on your reading. Uh, Daniel? Yes? I'm going to need you to do some detecting. Oh, if it was detecting outside of this room, I would advise against it. You see, this is sort of our repentance. We repentance. are paying for our sins, and our sins was getting... A Venetian beaten by an ogron. Right, they don't seem buried to the point. Right. Come <sighs> with me, Daniel. Come no, on. No, no. Yes, sir. <laughs> I try to shuffle in front of the door. <laughs> uh, you're blocking the door. Yes, exactly. We don't have several hours. We've, we've got a lot of very important things to do. You were supposed to come down here and make everything okay and apologize, and then we go back, and then carry on the mission. 
Right. You have to understand, we can't make it okay our way. That's not how this works. We made the mistakes and we must make amends their way. That's how this works. If you leave that room, the Venetians may get very angry with us. And since we are all apparently human, they may get angry with the humans. Now, you're already angry with the Boreans. Do you want the Venetians to leave the Alliance? If we leave the room? If you leave the room, the Venetians may very well leave the Alliance, yes. If I leave the room, the Venetians will leave the... Uh, Commander Beige to Captain... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> i got to be honest. Diplomat Medrin. <laughs> I think I like him more than Jimmy. <laughs> so good. This is Captain McQuaid. I love the annoying characters, like the characters that are just... <laughs> that are just always... They can't process the shit that's happening around them. Uh, Captain, there seems to have been um, some kind of mistake made. Mm, what has happened, Neil? Well, the ambassador seems to have us trapped in a room for several hours. Otherwise, the Venetians will leave the Alliance. What? what? Uh, excuse... Captain, can you hear me? <laughs> you yeah. have your own communication. Look, I'll just... I'm adding to the call, Captain. I'll add Daniel as well. Hey, Captain. Oh, Captain, hello. Can you hear me? Am I coming through clearly? Yes, you are. Okay, so what I would like to tell you is that I have discovered, while speaking to your commander, that not only did we transport Ogrons down into the greeting hall of the Venetians, that the personal guard of a Venetian counselor was beaten by one of them severely, from what I can tell. Extremely delicate situation that we find ourselves in. That is well, why yes. I have you two taking care of it. Uh, how much do you understand about Venetian culture, Captain? Enough. Well, we are no longer dealing with Counselor Nato. Oh. And also, the counselor who did greet us did not give me her name. And thirdly, we were left in a room alone to figure this out for ourselves. I assume that is what Commander Beige was referring to when he said you guys were being kept captive. We are... It's not exactly being kept captive. We are free to leave the room, but we are placed here... If we leave the room, they'll leave the Alliance. That's pretty well captive, if you ask me. Well, think about it this way. This is sort of our purgatory, and we have to serve our time. I'm sure I just waited out. Yes, if we go over to the, uh, they no doubt have a report ready for us to read uh, of their grievances and such. Once we read through that and understand everything perfectly, accept responsibility, any other, anything else that they want or demand, then we can speak with them, explain that we're dreadfully sorry. And then perhaps you can deal with the issue on Shoku, but right now the Venetians are very unhappy. Are we sure there's not another way around this? This was a simple transporter malfunction, as far as they know. They understand that, however, they are fickle um, in certain situations. That's a very good word to use. Something you, you would, loudly, you would, something you would all definitely realize is that like Venetians are super annoying to deal with in general. Like they're. 
their customs and stuff, uh, they hold very true to them, and they are very proud people, and they have a lot of them. And it's just, it's kind of overwhelming to deal with for your average person, especially yeah. like a human. It's kind of like, uh, like it's, there's a lot of um, propriety and such that has to be followed, and it's just mm -hmm. a lot of annoyance. Currently, Captain, the situation stands as thus. The Venetians are very unhappy about Shoku, and now they're unhappy about an aligned ship transporting hostile creatures down into their planet. They're very unhappy. We must do things their way for now. It will take time, but it is worth it if we wish to keep them as a healthy, happy member of the Alliance. Which we do. Absolutely. Well, of course. They may um, deny us access to Shoku if we go about this clumsily, Captain. Well, that would be a misjudgment on their part, considering the dis disagreement with the Boreans is something that they have yet to be able to yes. remedy on their own. I agree, but they stand on principle more than anything. Well, between yourself and the commander, I'm sure you can discuss a proper plan of attack, or when they do inevitably either call you into the next room or begin discussions again. And commander, you were not being held captive by our ambassador. No, I, I, I didn't say that. Well, I said that the, because the, of the ambassador. The Venetians are not holding us captive either. It is technically captain, they can't and protocol. Technically, they can't leave the alliance just like that. Um, I have. I, there will I be could no look over the paperwork. There will be no further discussion of the Venetians potentially leaving the alliance. That will not happen. Well, if you listen to me and don't let these <clears throat> your commanding officer and uh, this Daniel here go wandering about this Venetian facility uninvited and unescorted. Commander, stay in the room with the others and uh, just please discuss a plan of attack for this. I'm leaving I... this very, very capable hands. Uh, yes, Captain. Braxton McQuaid out. Boop, boop. <sighs> right. Um... You take that terminal, Daniel. You take that terminal. I'll take this one. Um, we, we'll find out. Uh, Daniel, your your uh, mission is still as is, but you you can't leave the room because otherwise the Venetians will leave the alliance. So I have to I have to talk to a Venetian, but I can't leave the room. Yes. No, Which we're alone. Don't, why don't you just try reading? This will explain a lot. Just well, they're terminals. You could probably get hold of someone. Don't go snooping sure around to do a term. No, don't go snooping. Just read what they have laid out for us. It's probably a welcome pack of some sort. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's get to it then. This may take several hours, but it is worth it. This is what we signed up for. Sort yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, mm. are you any good at hacking? Uh, <coughs> Absolutely. Commander, I, that is, that is an act of war in itself. What are you suggesting? You are completely out of line. Uh, listen, Ambassador, um, you you were brought on board to smooth this over, and suddenly we're held captive in a room. We are not me. 
I, th I, th I think I better take the lead from here. No, absolutely. You are. Are you sure you are the commander? Yes. Right now, uh, Daniel. Go ahead and. Uh... Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Roll me an endurance check, please. Uh, Ambassador, uh, diplomat, uh, veteran. Uh, go ahead and give me endurance plus your uh, negotiating. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. A 16. A, a 16 on a 3d6. Holy shit. Nice. Uh, yeah, Neil, go ahead and give me... Um, he's got like Annoyance. a million more dice than you do. Um, yeah, see. but he just rolled a 16. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like 10 peachy dice. Um, go ahead and give me your negotiating uh, plus your endurance skill. Uh, negotiating plus endurance. Didn't you have a talking skill? Or what was it? No. I got leadership. No, it was like your custom one. That was weird. Oh, man, Neil splaining. Okay. <laughs> I don't think this is a Neil splaining <laughs> situation, though. That's when you translate English to English. <laughs> your English to English dictionary. A 12 on a 3D6. Okay, so this conversation goes on for a while. There's a lot of back and forth. Um, and finally, uh, I guess what, what's happened is, uh, Diplomat Medrin has, has worn you down, Commander Beige. Uh, you've just, you've just, like, it's gotten to the point where you've just given up on the conversation. Um, How have you done that to Neil? What the <laughs> hell? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I just said that for uh, an hour okay, 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 Absolutely okay, okay, okay. not, Commander. Right, you've just been screaming absolutely not for the last three minutes. Okay, fine. Ah, uh, right. Now I know how what the captain meant when he was. Never mind. Right, we'll do this your way. Daniel, try and find out whatever information you can about about this uh, standing with um, the the Boreans, uh, and I will find out uh, what I can about. Um, the, the what what's another word for bureaucracy like the way they do things uh bureaucracy uh their um legality that's uh, like a roundabout what what uh, are you trying to ask what what is your what's your i i will try and see if i can figure out how their bureaucracy works here and uh ambassador you can do anything you wish just don't shout anymore, okay? And don't leave the room. Well, naturally. Uh, very well, let's get to work, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Let's sit down. Pat myself down and <laughs> get started. Just open up the documents and give it a good read. Oh, some people are so annoying and they don't even realize. Neil starts taking out stacks of paper from God knows where. Yeah, I'm taking notes. <laughs> and then we get the we get the paperwork uh, bureaucracy montage, and with awkward uh, <laughs> with with uh, um, uh, Edgar Wright uh, smash cuts like take it to the limit, <laughs> like <laughs> and it's just like we see like. Doosh, doosh, 
see like tapping on the keyboard and sleeping, scrolling. Yeah, and every now and again, there's like desperate gulps of water. Like I sniff my water before I drink it. I don't think there's any any syrup in this one. Um, yeah, and uh, you you guys uh, do your research. So just to be clear, what what are the both of you looking at again? Uh, you're checking out the bureaucracy of what exactly? I, I'm trying to see um, how they go about stuff and what the fastest way is to the Boreans or the Venetians. The Venetians. Okay. Um, okay. Sure. Fair enough. Um, give me your bureaucracy plus your logic. Or, uh, yeah, bureaucracy plus your logic is fine. Um, you could do computers, uh, but uh, the, the, you're not really trying to fight with the computer. You're just trying to really um, learn. learn. Yeah. Um, I'm going to refresh my luck die, and I'm going to use a luck die on this. Okay. Yeah, good thing you got a luck die, because it's not like you've got, like, a million points in these rolls. <laughs> That's three ones in there. Uh, That's on why a I 76. use luck die. <laughs> 76 for an 18. Uh, okay, sure. Is that another three ones? That's Holy another crap. three ones. Another three ones. Feel free to just spam those ones in chat there, guys. That's what they're there for. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. So I think the, 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 the stuff that you learn here is that uh, Venetians have a sort of... Um, uh, they have a kind of uh, rigid structure to their organization. Um, they have uh, different... Ca like, not really castes, but uh, they're broken up by their, their age. They're straight up divided by their age. Um, there's... Uh, there's uh, seven different like age groups, um, and once they reach certain age groups, they are like they gain more respect, um, and the age groups uh, are here. I'll paste these in the in the uh, chat for you so you can see them. Um, but these are the different age groups that you that you learn about, and this is the hierarchy uh, that they are dealing with in general. Um, everything sort of gets processed this way. Uh, this is youngest to oldest. Uh, oops. Um, yeah, youngest to oldest, left to right. There, I'm not gonna redo that. Um, but yeah, they're uh, those are the different uh, age groups, and um, the very top there uh, are noted at the as the seniority. They are the the highest ranking people. Um, and they're the ruling body of 24 members. Um, but that's the way that things work here. Um, they're very much an old age uh, equals wisdom people. And it holds true for the Venetians, um, the way that their their memory kind of works. Um, you know, it, it is an accurate representation they're all quite of their old, culture. Aren't they? They live to be yeah, yeah. The youngest, the youngest group there is 1 to 40. So forget, forgive me for asking, but the Thrythiru are the oldest ones. Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure I got that right. Yeah, top to bottom, left to right, there basically. I didn't, I did, I 
I uh, messed up and hit enter. No, you're fine. I just couldn't remember if you were telling me ascending or descending order. So thank you. Yep. Um, yeah, but that's that's kind of what you get. Um, and this is fairly well known. I don't necessarily know that they're known in detail, but almost everybody that knows anything about Venetians knows that there's a seniority. Those are the rulers. Um, but these, this is a more specific uh, uh, classification for you, basically, of the different groups. Uh, you would know that the adult groups are the ones that you mostly deal with. That's the uh, Kuluth and the Yeratiru. Basically, if you get the younger the younger groups of people, that's another slight. And uh, go ahead and give me uh, Theodore. Why don't you go ahead and give me a uh, an intuition plus your. Um, I don't have any kind of xenobiology. Yeah, you don't. You don't have xenology here. That would be what you want. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just intuition uh, here. I don't think you've really got anything else that can help you. Nine. A nine on a three d six. Nah, you didn't really. Un you didn't know what age these people were that that came in. It it is hard to tell with the Venetians in general, like what age group they belong to. Um, yeah, unless they're like super young or super old. I guess. Yeah, basically the top or the bottom uh, age group, you really wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah. Um. The first thing I was looking at is I was looking for like an incident report for what happened. Which is basically Venetian for list of grievances. <laughs> okay. For the yeah. incident in the, in the entry for, hall. For what happened in the entry hall. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, I like how you guys have an actual person that's got a detective background, and you are the one that's doing that. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Theodore. Uh, go ahead and make me a logic plus... Ooh, you don't have computers. Uh, yeah, this is just a straight up, to... straight up logic check. Uh, how does this thing work? It's, uh, 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 Diplomat Medrin. Yes. See the big red switch on the side? Yes. That turns it on. Right. <laughs> it's an instant boot up because that's the future that I want to live in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, mean... it's just like you've pushed the button and boop. Just turns on. Right. Uh, there's here. no log. There's no fucking annoying login that's, bullshit. That's my current like. <laughs> I mean, mine's fast, but it's not like you hit the button and it's just on. I mean, it is. <laughs> um, did they leave anything in particular for us at these terminals? So when, it, when I switch it on, does it say? Um, no, it's just, up. it's just kind of a general menu, like, of, uh, various, uh, uh, I would say, like, uh, maybe, I would say that there's probably, like, news reports, there's, um... I go to news reports, like, once I see that, ah! And I look for a news report on this incident. Sure. Um, you see general sort of uh, Venetian reports. A lot of a lot of stuff uh, in regards to the blockade. There's a lot of uh, intertribal um, sort of uh, views on things. It's very much like a 
a drawn out sort of Senate like complicated talks that are happening between the different tribes of the Venetians. Um, and of the seniority, this is something that you would have learned, uh, Neil. Um, the 24 people represent different tribes of Venetians in the seniority. So there's like one uh, one or two people from, from the various tribes. Um, and there's, there's lots of back and forth there. A lot of people with different opinions um, for the news. Um, I don't think you see any news on the uh, incident that happened. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll probably read through a few of the articles about the moon just to kind of get the the Venetian public opinion about it, just kind of get a feel for how it's being reported. Okay. Um, how much tact to use and whatever. Sure. Uh, go ahead and give me your logic plus your diplomacy. Oh, politics. Politics. Sorry. Uh, I've got a luck dial on one this time. Okay. A 14 on a 46. Uh, yeah, popular opinion is kind of conflicted. Um, I'd say there's, there's almost like a straight split between people that understand the Boreans' claims um, as to the fact that they have a certain right to part of the mining operations of uh, what's what's happening on the moons of Shoku, uh, the, the Shoku moon, and um, the, uh, the opinion that you know they are they're basically employees of the venetians and that they have certain rights as employees of course but they don't have a claim on this moon right okay cool right yeah and then from there i'll stumble around for a little bit trying to find other stuff i eventually i are any of you good with uh, navigating these things? I'm looking for perhaps <sighs> their list of grievances. You may have seen it under incident report. Uh, inc- Daniel, have you, have you come across anything during your investigations? Have I? Because I was looking you, at the uh, Bori, you, like the stance between Venerians and Boreans. Venetians and Boreans. Venetians, um, yeah. Yeah, venereal is a type of disease. Um, the, uh, <laughs> I mean, have you and that's, dealt that's, with these people? That's super racist. Uh, so um, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, you're trying to investigate the specific, what was the specific thing you were looking up? Um, the, the stance between them, like, because Neil was the one who ordered it, and I so figured you're the knew one, that it was so very you're, good. You're trying to find out basically specific um, uh, skirmishes that have happened, is that yeah, or how they're still, yeah, basically, yeah. Okay, all right. So go ahead and uh, let's see. Give me another roll here uh, from you. This is going to be you using your logic plus a diplomacy, but I don't know. Logic plus your. Do you not have a detective skill? No. N- not specific. No, but li- no. I got interrogation and stuff, intimidation, 
You know, stuff like that, face Going to face. Oh, yeah, 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 detective stuff. Logic, okay, yeah. logic plus uh, diplomacy yeah. uh, is going to be the closest, I think, here. Uh, all right. A 14 out of 46. Okay. Um, yeah, so you start to get a list of various skirmishes. You can see that they've been escalating in the last two weeks or so with more of them. Um, and they've been going on a little bit before you guys left uh, on your trip. So it's been a, this has been going on for a little, like a, over a month now, about a, about a month and a half, uh, basically, um, uh, that, that there've been sort of these skirmishes happening. Um, and uh, I'd say grand total, there've been like 15 or so of these skirmishes with, 10 of them happening in the last two weeks. So things, the hostilities have definitely been picking up. Oh yeah, the thing, the thing don't look too good. Uh, come on, uh, Neil. Please. Uh, it doesn't? What no, found? There's been plenty of skirmishes. So like since we left, they've just been more and more. Oh dear. Any specific information, numbers, places, perhaps uh, some names that are involved, or um, I don't think that you would find that information on these uh, terminals. Like, uh, they, they'll give you like information that's obvious, maybe like ship names, but you won't have specifics for names for people that were involved. I think that those are probably classified. Uh, it doesn't say anything about the people involved, so... Seems like they have censored quite a lot of this information. Well, yes. And the fact that we didn't open these up to... Well... Ideally, we would have opened them up and it would have said, Look, you fools, this is what you did wrong and we're very angry. The fact that they didn't do that means they're probably angrier than that. Uh-oh. Well, um, yes. what's our punishment? We have to dig. What do Venetians like? We make they, them happy. They like not C being beaten by ogrons, funny enough. I scratched that one. What else? Yeah, okay. uh, what? Could you perhaps look for the incident report uh, for, for what happened here? It would probably be in their uh, internal access rather than having to go out into the, to the network. That's, that's what I'm trying to find, but this blasted thing, I keep trying to press one button and press two. Um, they have slender fingers, the Venetians. They're not built for, for someone I'm, like me. Uh, the fingers you're trying to use to press buttons on this terminal are too fat. Please yeah. use a dialing wand. Yeah. Yes, so if yes Daniel. Daniel, Daniel um, yes, um, can we just say we're sorry? No. I have an idea, but you're not going to like it. Well, then I don't want to hear it. Well, tough. I am the commander. Um, I Ooh. could maybe put together uh, a program that could possibly find this mission or, or incident report you're looking for. No, no. You see... Well, it wouldn't technically be hacking. I would just be making a program in order to find the information you need. Okay, let me, let me try and use a metaphor for you, Neil. When you were a child, were you ever naughty? No. 
Perhaps you have handed out a punishment to someone in your position as a commanding officer. Yes. Do you take out demerits. your book of demerits? <laughs> like... Right, yes. Now, imagine perhaps if you'd sent someone to the brig to spend their time there, mm-hmm. but instead of going to the brig, they put a photograph of themselves inside it and said, oh, look, I'm in the brig. And then they wandered off and did what they liked. You see how they're not really participating in the punishment. I like to think of it in a different way. Um, sometimes a pencil is really good for filling out forms. Um, but there are times where you might need a different tool, but it is still basically the same thing, like a pen. Right, that doesn't really apply here. Come what on. I would be doing is I would make a bit of software in order to search. These are the two most annoying deeper. humans in a lo- alive. <laughs> <laughs> the way to think about it is if I ask you very... You don't really... Well... Look at it this way. They asked us, well, they didn't ask us. They sort of asked us by not saying anything to us. Right. To find out the information, to find out what we did wrong so we can apologize for it. Yes. And that's all I'm doing. Right. But they clearly didn't want to lay it out for us or make it easy. This is what they're trying to do is show that we are willing to make the full effort to apologize. Now you're trying to cut corners, which means you aren't really sorry, Commander. Did you find the, the incident reports? I can't find it. These blasted buttons are too small. Right, when then are, I will find it. When, when don't we take that opportunity to take our, our break here, folks? <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we go ahead and take a break here? We'll be right back, everybody. Uh, in just a few, uh, please make sure you follow all these wonderful people. Bobby's got to use the bathroom, so just go, Bobby. You're good. Um, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be back in just a few. If you haven't done so, follow all these wonderful people. Follows are free. If you have a Twitch Prime that you haven't used, um, and uh, you have yourself an Amazon Prime account, you can link up your Twitch account with your Amazon Prime account. Get yourself a free Twitch Prime sub to a channel. Consider on using it on one of these wonderful people. Um, they totally deserve it. And if you want to help support uh, Table Story, one of the best ways you can do that is going to check out our wonderful sponsor for the show. Morris is a wonderful human and the designer for the What's Old is New RPG system. Um, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Morris, M-O-R-R-U-S, and support uh, a wonderful uh, show that he's got about various gaming, uh, tabletop role-playing game uh, news. Um, and you can listen to that over at morris.podbean.com. Um, check out the podcast um, and uh, let them know what you think. Thank you guys for watching so far. We'll be back in just a few. Hang tight. Well, that was a long break. I wonder what could have happened. It's the Venetians, man. Totally the Venetians. Sorry, guys. My power went out again. Oh my god. The rage. The At least rage. it came back. Yes, that's a good thing. That is a positive thing to, to think about. Uh, welcome back. Um, so, we have both uh, Daniel. Uh, we, we have everyone. Uh, Daniel, um, uh, Diplomat Medrin, 
as well as oh and look everybody switched yeah it's good it's good <laughs> no, let me, no let me do the detective let I me do it what's going on here hmm. interesting you know usually usually when i disconnect and i come back to zoom there everybody's in the same spot but that's not the case uh Zagoticus, can you drop and then come back Hey, there we go. Oh. Hooray. <laughs> you two are looking forward to that, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> also, can we just talk about Simply's Daniel voice? <laughs> <laughs> pretty spectacular. It's pretty spectacular. Um, yes. So uh, we return <laughs> We return to Neil, uh, Daniel, and uh, Diplomat Medrin sort of uh, dealing with the, uh, the Venetian bureaucracy uh daniel um has been investigating the various skirmishes that have happened between the boreans and the venetians um and you get a lot of surface answers for various ships that have been involved in these uh, occurrences but you don't really get a lot of information about specific individuals that have been involved um i think uh Sorry, I have to open everything up again. Just make it up. Okay, we'll go. It's all technically made up anyway. Truth. Um, okay. So, uh, you have been doing your best to uh, learn more here um, inside the Order of Inquiry. Um, so, uh, you can see that there have been a, um, a few incidents between these various ships. Um, the worst that you get, uh, in terms of influence, one ship's engines were badly damaged. There were, uh, some shots exchanged between the ships. Um, so some actual, uh, so some actual, uh, gunfire was, was exchanged. Some actual laser fire was exchanged. And um, one of the ships uh, belonging to the Venetians um, was uh, their engines were severely damaged. Um, that's the most severe incident. Does it um, say who? Sh it was the. Uh... So in terms of like who shot first? Yeah, uh, it was Han. Who? Uh, what? Never mind. Okay. Oh, man. Damn. I appreciate that joke. I appreciate that. I think that. the delay for that clicking was the time zone or something. <laughs> yeah, Pony's, Pony's six hours ahead, so uh, technically he should have gotten that joke six seconds before I said it. Um, he's a little, he's a little, I mean, I mean, he just dyed his hair that color, you know. It. I don't think he realized the side effects. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so I think, um, yeah, I think, uh, in terms of like who, who, uh, shot first between them, uh, it was definitely the Boreans. Okay. Definitely. Um, so that was the most severe conflict. Uh, you don't have any super, uh, like detailed information on exactly what happened but that was the most severe um in terms of uh, the venetian side of things the ship's name was the zephyr's flight 
Wait, you said that was the the, the, the ship name? Yep. Zephyrs. Um, guy, I found one incident on on the on the thing. Uh, what did you find? Um, there's not a lot of information at all, but I detectivated that there was a ship that was. I'm shot. sorry, you what? I detectivated that it was a ship who got shot. You detectivated? Yeah. Who? So the ship that got shot. Yeah, a ship got shot. Uh. Uh oh. Yeah. Who's ship? Uh, the Venerian ship. Venetian. Venerial yeah. ship. <laughs> but, oh. The By Venetian. the Boreans. Yes. Uh -huh. So they're already quite angry. This seems to oh. be the most severe thing that happened. It was called uh, Stepho's Flight. It's pretty uh, severe, though, if they locked us up in here for several hours because we had a transporter malfunction. They must be very annoyed. Yes. Um... <sighs> It wasn't because of a... Never mind. Uh, is there any mention of casualties there? No, nothing mentioning. I think it was just the engine was, was damaged. Okay, so damage to their ship. That's... Well, it's bad, okay, but not worse. Uh, what about the incident here with the teleporting of the Eurogroms? Did they have anything on that? I thought you were looking for that. Yeah, the... I can't... These, I told you these blasted buttons. Um, operating. So, in in terms of uh, in terms of Daniel's investigations, uh, Daniel did not find anything in regards to the incident that happened here. No mention of it at all. No, nothing. <sighs> well, then, in that case, I need you both. You were both there, yes. Yeah. Okay. Are you leaving anything out whatsoever? Right. What what happened exactly? Um, what's your tactical report on the situation, Daniel? Uh, uh, be, just be specific about what happened to... Be very specific. I don't okay. need to know about how you were feeling, how your fedora was sitting, or how things smelled. Just it said very well, though. Thank you for asking. Uh, naturally, of course. Now, please. Okay, so... We were supposed to be uh, uh, transported down, and then everyone was in the wrong place. And uh, Ogre started attacking, and one person was beaten down. Beaten down? Yeah. Do you mean that someone was rendered unconscious at the hands of an Ogron? Yeah. So someone was almost beaten to death by an Ogron? Yeah, but we didn't do it. Right, but you could have led with that rather than there were some issues we had to tell about a malfunction. So you're telling me that, let's put it this way, let's assume that the ship had accidentally fired weapons. Yeah. Okay, and it accidentally almost killed a Venetian. How do you think they would feel about that? Uh... Are you saying we could actually save the diplomatic problem? that is happening with these skirmishes by what we learn here. We could learn many problems. We have committed an act. Not no, Not we. No, they, we didn't do it. No, but as far as the Venetians see it, it was us. 
not as personally, but as an entity, the crew of the ship in general. So we technically fired a weapon into one of their people and they were almost... What what if we just give them whoever was in in control of the transporter? I don't think we can do that. I can't give them a person. Yeah, I don't think that they want a prisoner for any sort of trial. They just want to make sure that we realize that we made a horrible mistake, that it cost I'm, them dearly. I'm going to check something. Sorry. Yes. Let's just say we're enough. sorry. No, it's not about saying you're sorry. If I were to slap you in the face and just say, oh, I'm sorry, would you be happy with that? No. There you go. Yeah. We can test it if you're not sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm saying sorry or slap him in the face. Well, both. Let's start with the, the, the first one. Yeah. Well, yes. When doing an apology, it's always best just to very clearly lay out what you did and why you believe it was wrong. You must recognize the harm that it caused on someone else, and you must tell them that obviously you're deeply sorry, but how you wish to fix the situation how you can make reparations. That is your job, yes, sir. You are here to help me, I believe. I'm here to make sure you don't get shot. Right. Well, let's just say then that what we did wrong was very carelessly transported Ogrons into an unsecure area. That's number one. Would you agree? Yeah. Great. Now, number two, that that led to the severe injury of a member of the Venetians, in particular, the personal guard of Councillor Nato. Yeah. Again, that led to the Venetians feeling unsafe, and it led to them questioning their trust in us and our abilities. Yes, but there's got to it's got to be someone's fault. No but yes, we will say it was due to an issue with the teleporter malfunction. Our engineering team is investigating. Do you think they'll be happy with that? It's a start. Perhaps okay. I could find out. Whack, I'm at this terminal and I'm searching for any um, past, like in the past uh, incidents that happen where um, a Venetian ship was maybe injured by another ship, but it was some sort of accident with the other ship. You mean just a common sort of accident? Um, okay, sure. Go ahead and give me a uh, computer's plus logic. Okay, I'm going to dump my final luck die in this. Okie doke. Logic. Uh, That. Add a luck. 22. 22 on a 5d6. It has not happened for over a century. Mm -hmm. And the one that happened... The Venetians are extremely careful (laughs) with stuff that they do. No, 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 not the Venetians. A Venetian ship being injured by another ship. 
Oh, like a accident. like a straight up. Um... Like like um like we were sort of talking about if the Boreans accidentally had a weapons malfunction. That's oh, what like gave a, me the idea. Or ships getting too close and scratching. Yeah, something, anything. Um, okay. There's I'm probably... basically trying to find out how they dealt with it and resolved that situation gotcha. and apply yeah, it. To totally, this. totally valid. Uh, I understand. Um, yeah, so there's probably an. Uh, I would say it happened with the Boreans of the Venetians because honestly, they don't get a ton of traffic out here. They are fairly isolated, and it's a hell of a trip to make it out here. So there's a few, like, trade ships and things that'll come through here. Um, most likely, it would have been one with, with one of the Boreen uh, transports or, or some such from Shoku. Um, you can see that there's one that probably happened three years ago. Um, and it was... Um, a, a uh, from what you can tell it was a miscommunication between the Boreans it was on the Boreans side the Venetians are like extremely anal about how they do their procedures and such and the Boreans for sure would have been the um, the 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 problem in the in the situation um, you can tell that there was a, a basically a miscommunication with vectors going into the mining facility uh, on Shoku, and there was almost like a head-on collision between uh, two of the ships. Um, from what you can tell, the uh, the Boreans kind of brushed it off as like not a big deal, um, but the Venetians were um extremely angry and extremely you, venetian about it. yeah and you can tell that they were basically they they demanded some sort of recompense uh from the boreans there was more of the um i think there was what what the resolution was was that uh after much negotiations the Boreans were forced to, um, I, I think, give over like a percentage of their cargo for free. Basically, they had to give up, and like probably like a decent percentage. I'd say it was something like a little, like if you're looking at it, like whoa, like it's not just covering the cost of the damage or whatever that happened. It's it it's a lot more, you know, like double or triple or something. Okay, while I'm here and they're having that conversation, um, I I want to find out what Venetians um, hold valuable. What, what? Yeah, what what a value? Not necessarily monetary value or anything. Just what they deem most valuable. Um, I think that's a culture thing. Um, Could it maybe be a trivia thing? No. <laughs> you know, Venetians are known for their love of gold. Uh, okay, would you like to try to use trivia in this case? Yes, I would! Come okay. on! Okay, sure, go ahead and give me a logic roll plus your trivia. It just got <laughs> so much harder. I don't have anything else that's going to work there. <laughs> It's probably easier just to roll logic, but because you're doing it now with trivia. 
I want to use my trivia skill, all right? Okay. I've got a skill. Okay. This will make it easier because I have a skill in that. Uh-huh. Bloop. Peachy was just looking for um, a way to give Neil some depth for parties. Um, okay. So uh, 19 on a 46 uh, leads you to believe that the Venetian people uh, value their... Um, Head wax. <laughs> They're lavender head wax above all else. Uh, primethyst crystals, the highest. Uh, I think I might have found something that could possibly help. Uh, yes, Commander. Well, it appears about three years ago there was an incident with the Boreans. Uh, a Venetian ship was damaged um, due to a malfunctional miscommunication on behalf of the uh, Borean ship. Ah, I see you found a parallel. Good thinking, Commander. And how was it resolved? Uh, well, they they gave them a lot of money, basically. I mean, like I said, the last part of it, reparations. Yes, uh, and it wasn't it wasn't money to pay for any damage. It was well above that kind of value. Yeah, well, the Boreans are very carefree, so they probably skipped the whole recognizing what they did wrong, apologizing, etc., and went straight to just, well, piling a little bit more on the gold pile to smooth things over, I think. What were those crystals called? D dilithium crystals? Yes. Dilithium crystals. <laughs> what were those crystals called? <laughs> I just typed in chat. Uh, Primethyst. Primethyst. Uh, so, I remember a TV show and there was a, a, a Venetian in there and she really liked... I'm gonna. I feel like now, every time you ask me, I'm where gonna, have you put this? Which chat? It's in Twitch chat. Oh, I'm, Twitch I'm gonna. Chat. I'm gonna go ahead and just change the name every time, just to fuck with you. I think. <laughs> Don't seem to remember anything. I can't quite remember. What are these called? The goulash uh, crystals? Goulash. <laughs> and she. She seemed to really like. Primethyst crystals. That must be something that, that, that Venetians hold quite valuable. I'm from a TV show. Well, I mean, I haven't dealt with many Venetians myself. Yeah, well, Just the on, odd one. How much do you know about what's happening on the moon? On the moon? I think we need to cross that bridge when we get to it. We need to get out of this bloody room. Right, yes, but do you know what they're mining up there? Oh, are they the same crystals? Uh, Bobby? Bobby, was Primethyst crystal That question you asked me earlier? Primethyst crystals. Okay. <laughs> all right. I got you, boo. <laughs> I give you the do salute. We, do we all get our own 20 points of experience for him remembering? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't remember. I had to tell him. <laughs> Perhaps if we can <clears throat> offer them a more lucrative deal when arranging the the problems on the moon. 
But you see, that causes us a bit of an issue. It, it seems like a good idea now, but then when you have to deal with the Boreans and say, we've promised things that are perhaps yours to the Venetians instead, it makes negotiating very hard, you see, because they think we're on the Venetian side, when really we are moderators. We are in the middle. We're here to resolve an issue, not to take sides. Well, uh, Diplomat Medrun, I have uh, $4 Canadian on me. What, what, what have you got on you? We can cross the reparations bridge in a... Perhaps later. if we just offer them a lot of something that they want, we can get out of here and get on with the more important mission. We may not have to offer monetary reparations whatsoever. It may be something else. Perhaps they want some oversight. Uh, perhaps they wish to send someone uh, to our ship to make sure we're not being completely reckless with our teleporters or something of that nature. What does that have to do with preparations, though? Reparations. Well, we are natural. It's complicated. It's a way of giving them something which is access to our ship that has value. Uh, I cannot grant value to uh, a species that is not part of the ship that is that would be a security issue by the way you guys have, have been here for a while kind of doing all this research it's been a few hours um, captain um, have you I mean you haven't really heard anything from them for a few hours um, what are you up to right now well, the last time I was in touch with them, there was like a three or four way call. I, I think it was. Yeah. And, uh, I just sort of let them, or told them just to take their time. So I'm still just waiting to hear back from them. I'm not. I'd probably be calling him actually. Okay. Uh, Commander Beige and uh, away party two captain. Yes, this is Captain McQuaid. Hey, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Captain, um, I think we might have found a way around our little problem down here. Which problem are you referring to? The old um, the the slight on the Venetians that we have caused. Okay. It, it seems from all of our investigations that um, the Venetians have taken this minor problem uh, uh, very much to heart excuse me captain by minor problem the commander means because of our mistake our error one of their people was almost beaten to death by an ogron I now who that. knows how long the smell is going to cling to that poor man but think You're about obsessed it with smell Basically, Captain, we did found uh, a, a story about three years ago where something similar did happen, um, whereas the Boreans, uh, in order to solve their problem, paid them a lot of money, basically. More well, than I... the problems that they caused uh, above and beyond. Captain, I don't think that will be necessary in our case. We will, we will uh, not be paying any reparations. 
we, we will we must make some reparations we did make a mistake and have some of that one of that people injured at least we could you say we're sorry really my approach captain just so you're in the loop is i'm going to tell them what uh, the mistake was what effect it had on them how we're going to prevent it in future and then the last part is any reparations we may need to make we will not be making any monetary reparations. However, I'm sure there will be things that we will need to do to appease them. I yes. have been trying to find out what they hold valuable, and all I can think of is the, the crystals that they're mining on the moon. Hmm. Well, that is currently in dispute as well with the blockade. That was something I was uh, quickly going to uh, contact the uh, the blockade itself and have a little discussion. But Yeah, uh... I think we're almost done down here, Captain. I do have a button I can press to call the Venetian Council to speak with us. Do I have your permission to apologize on behalf of you and the ship and uh, offer to uh, eat their mind in any way they may be necessary? recommend waiting it out. Give it another few hours. If you're thirsty, I'm sure there are ways or replicators there <laughs> and uh, facilities to, you know, they gave us plenty of water. We can wait longer. It's not a problem. If anything serious comes up or anything changes, just contact me. Unfortunately, what are we going to offer them? In... I didn't catch that work, sorry. <laughs> I, I was saying, unfortunately, they didn't put out a cheese plate. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps There's absolutely grapes. no grapes, yeah. Uh, Captain, what what can we offer them in, in, in means of reparation? Obviously, not monetary value. We well, may not need to offer anything, Captain. They may have some uh, requests or uh, it's close. Uh, what if they're unreasonable uh, requests? Just instead of think thinking of the hypotheticals, just wait and see what happens. Very well. We'll wait a few more hours. If and then anything uh, happens or comes up, just comes me I hope this resolution will be swift, Captain, and we'll get uh, back to you as soon as you've Captain solved then back to the ship. Captain, my, may I recommend uh, we do this now? We have been here for many, many hours. This is procedure. Unfortunately. Yes, Captain. It won't take too much longer, Commander. <laughs> really want a cigarette. <laughs> what? McQuaido. Um... By the way, Captain McQuaid, how have you been addressing this whole uh, Bokur uh, situation um, that's been presented so, to you? This is you've gotten okay, a so I mean, you've, you've definitely on gotten to Bokur. Yeah, you've, I, you've I gotten remember a, this. You've gotten a report basically from Neil yeah, uh, the, in regards to Bokur. What I told, so like in my mind, internally in in, in Braxton's mind, that Ogron is on Vendler. I had told. Um, the commander to transport the Ogron back so it could still go through legal proceedings and we but were you, trying you also it. told me to deal with it <laughs> I, but I also told you I told you both so uh, but yeah so to me the Ogron isn't even on board and I haven't even thought anything of it no one's contacted me about it so I don't know anything about it but yeah I think the Ogron is on Vendelier in in prison awaiting trial so essentially commander beige has uh given out orders to um crewman boffin i guess to escort the ogron prisoner around the ship and um yeah get get checked out and whatnot and um 
Lieutenant Junior Grade 2D suggested that this Ogron might be useful in the tactical, uh, the tactical position. Um, I guess what what's Boffin doing then? What 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 has Boffin done after finishing up this medical exam? Boffin is in charge of this Ogron right now. As yeah, far I as I would have honestly just walked Boffin to the like general tactics area and just shown them a seat. You can sit here. That that seat more small. Take up a second one. It's what I do. Just drag the seat over. Across the floor. Do you wear deodorant? What deodorant? It makes you smell less. You stink. I don't smell. Yes, you do. You yeah. smell. Badly. I don't smell bad. I smell normal. You stay here. I will be right back. Don't move. And I get up and walk off to a replicator. I use my own personal credits. I come back with like a spray can. Here. I imagine it's pretty tiny. It's probably like. It's like uh, it's like a it's like a liter. It's a giant bottle. Like it's like a huge like spray bottle. <laughs> yeah, it's this big. Is, that, big is that the one that your character uses? Yeah, my own you, personal. You extra. Yeah, my, own, my own personal spray. It's like the same one I use. <laughs> Canadian spice body spray. Yeah. <laughs> just, what is this? Just use it. Spray all over yourself. You just like open your mouth, like the perfume tasting mouth. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just... <laughs> it tastes awful. Oh. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> now, I don't know what to do with you. You should stay here. Who I? Why you have me stay here? Well. What? I don't know where to put you. Do, do, what happened to small man who brought me here? Which small man? There are lots on this vessel. He was very small, very skinny, very small. Are you referring to the commander? I don't know. He said I smell very nice. You're referring to the commander. I don't know where he is. Am I to wait on him? I'm not sure. One second. Boffin to Commander Beige. It's a planetary communicator, so you could reach down to the planet. Unfortunately, Commander Beige's uh, communicator is on mute right now. Uh, yes, Commander Beige here. Commander Beige, this is Crewman Boffin. Oh, hello. Hello, Commander. Can I, can I help you? I was wondering what you wanted me to do with the Ogron. Oh, uh, has she has she been taken for her medical? Yes. 
Right. Uh, and has she been um, designated a section to work at? Tactical, as far as I know. Right. Um, well, she's going to have to fill out a lot of paperwork. I just like one moment. Boker. Yes. Can you write? I can make mark. Okay. Commander. Uh, yes. She can do the paperwork. Right. Uh, uh, right. I'm going to go on my data pad. I'm sending you. Uh, the the detail I'm I'm gonna send uh, Ogre on specific. Uh, it's got very big writing and a big a big space at the bottom. One so of my just... favorite documents translated into Ogron. <laughs> I read it for fun. <laughs> I love it. It's single spaced. <laughs> uh, there, there there's six copies altogether. Can you make sure that she uh, signs that and then designates her. Um, uh, a uniform. Um, I don't think we we need to give a, an ogre or weapons, and they just mash things with their hands. All tactics officers get a basic layout of equipment. Yes, but uh, this this ogre was previously. It'd be fun. It'd be yeah, yeah. Just just standard issue. Um, uh, pistol. Uh, um, gonna have to replicate some large uh, 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 tactical uniforms for her, and uh, I'm sending you information on her sleeping quarters. Uh, Dick. Oh, oh, oh! How unfortunate. It seems to be next to mine. Uh, oh, nothing I can do about that. Very well, Commander. Uh, I've sent them to you. Thank you. Will I bring Boker to acquisitions? Uh, yes, please. After the paperwork is completely filled out, and pl- can you just double check that uh, the mark has been made in the correct place? I will. Um, how, how, how is she? She is sitting down. Oh, that's that's <sighs> nice. Has she, has she mentioned me? Does not bad. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's brilliant. Right, brilliant. Okay, thank you. Goodbye, Commander. Boffin out. Okay, Bulker, come with me. Okay. She, like, uh, stands up and the chair is probably, like, partially, like... It's stuck on her butt. (laughs) (laughs) And I I just uh, lead Bulker to acquisitions to get everything. Uh, I'm sorry, Commander, but did I overhear uh, what? <laughs> something about an Ogron on our ship? Uh, yes, the Ogron that saved my life after the, the prisoners went uh, wild and started trying to kill everyone. But, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're friends. She talks about me, you know, and, and stuff. So, come on, let me just. Let's try and looking at this situation in the worst possible light. It's always a good exercise, right? Well, that sounds 
horribly depressing. Yes, but sometimes we have to do it to see the reality of things. So now, Ogrons committed assault against the Venetian people. There was a group of them transported down. They were formerly prisoners on our ship. And we still have one of them on our ship. And you, you, you're getting them quarters next to yours? Now imagine... Well, that was the only one that was left. Commander, imagine that... It was on purpose. It uh, it just kind of happened. Commander, what do you think the Venetians are going to think when they hear that your friends with one of the Ogrons that beat one of their people to the brink of... No, she she did not. She tried to protect the away team. Me in particular. That's your word. And I'm the commander of the starship. The same starship that sent Ogrons down into a welcoming area, one of which beat one of their people almost to death. You can see why they may not think that your word counts for much. Well, perhaps they're not as racist as you and think that all uh, Ogrons are basically the same thing. Commander, don't bring silly, petty arguments into this. What is your obsession with this? Ogron, is this the same one? I don't have an obsession. Just that she was very helpful and probably the only reason that I got her out alive. And plus, she was a prisoner on their ship, so she technically wasn't a member of the crew. The, 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 Commander, this is all fine details that the Venetians would wish to verify themselves through investigation, questioning, those kinds of things. They don't want to base it on the feelings of of you. I didn't say feelings. I said did you hear anyone say feelings? I definitely didn't say feelings. I didn't. That wasn't a word that was used at all. No. 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 See, see, even Daniel heard. Doesn't mean. Oh yeah. I, I don't believe the Venetians have any say in what happens uh, aboard procedure of our own starship. Right, Rira, excuse me just a moment. I, I shuffle along the, the table a little bit further away. Just, uh, diplomat bedroom to the captain. Are you trying to get some privacy? Because you've only moved about three inches away. Boop, boop. This is Captain McQuaid. Captain, there's been a development. What has happened? Well, I don't mean to question your orders and such, but I do not think it's a good idea to keep an Ogron on the ship at this time. What are you referring to? The Ogron? The one is getting the quarters next to Commander Beige. What? Are you telling me one moment. <laughs> McQuaid to we beige. Need, I need to integrate a rage meter um, onto, onto the it's overlay building. for Captain McQuaid. Slowly. <laughs> it should be a mustache that increases in bristle. <laughs> yeah. It just gets Definitely. thicker. The mustache yeah. just gets thicker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, Captain. What is this of an Ogron still aboard our vessel? Uh, that is the Ogeron that saved uh, the away team's life, Captain. The one that was a prisoner on board the Ogeron ship. I specifically told you, Commander, to teleport that Ogeron as well back down to Vendelier to go through the legal proceedings. Uh, it, 
Captain, you told me to deal with it. I have. It has After been dealt I with. How? I will literally explain it to you right now. I tell you to teleport the Ogron down to Vendelir. The next order I give you is to deal with it. Uh, well, uh, you did say that, and then I gave you some conflicting information to help with your choice, and then you told me to deal with it, so I have dealt with it. You have dealt with one thing, but this is something altogether different. Listen, you take care of that. When do you get that dealt with? We'll have to have a little discussion, okay? Uh, she is filling out the paperwork, Captain. Don't worry. Captain McQuaid out. Boop, boop. I think he was okay with the paperwork. Baboot McQuaid to Ambassador Medrin. Uh, hello, Captain. That whole situation has been dealt with. They're sitting right next to each other. I know. I know. <laughs> yep. And I am yeah. fully yes. aware of this. Yes. Um, it does cause a bit of an issue. I'm pretty sure, Captain, that the Venetians are most proficient in counting. I would agree with this. And now, I have a feeling they've perhaps counted the number of Ogron in their cells and realized, oh, we're one short. Perhaps that's why we have been met with such disdain. Uh, I will be completely candid with you in telling you that I will deal with this and uh, I will not speak any more on the matter. Just uh, Captain, trust I. Trust in my judgment. I, I do absolutely trust you, Captain, but in. My position as diplomat here, I feel it may be in the best interest of, of you and the ship and uh, resolving the situation. And perhaps you wish to come down to Vendelier yourself. And I won't lie, you're going to be, well, it'll be somewhat of an inquisition. Perhaps you might see that it's not going to be particularly friendly. You may have to grovel and apologize and much more, but I think if you want this resolved properly, Captain, you may need to be down here. I will most gladly be at your side and advise you. Unfortunately, Ambassador, there are other things at play here that require my attention as well, such as the dispute on Shoke. I understand your, your your issues with this, but I believe uh, between the two of you and the, all the information that you've put together, if you work together, I know you're both bright, but put your differences aside, come up with a plan, and tackle this. This is a simple dispute. It's not quite so simple, Captain, I'm afraid. And... I believe if we don't resolve the issue here, then the Venetians may not give us permission to enter Shoku space, and therefore we cannot resolve the issue in Shoku without resolving this one. Ambassador? Yes, Captain? How do you think it would look to the Venetians if a simple dispute such as this required the captain of our starship in order to remedy it? I think it would look very good. I, I they like people taking responsibility, and at the end of the day, Captain, you are responsible for the ship and the actions of the people on the ship, and those led to one of their people being beaten to the brink of death. I think it's perhaps a very good idea. They may feel like they're being fobbed off, particularly when it's... Ambassador? Badly, yes, Captain. I value your input. 
I trust the commander. Maybe misplaced. The, the but I believe that he can get us through the situation. Kept an aircraft on the ship. I do. This will be all that I have to say on the matter. I believe you guys can do it. Let me know when you hear back. Very yeah. well, Captain. Captain McQuaid out. Boop, boop. Do you I feel think like there's any other ships in Vendalia currently. I feel like Diplomat Medrin gets hung up on a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd say like the captains sort of just deem the ambassadors as like something to pawn off the diplomatic issues on. Just here you go. See you later. <laughs> Thank you. Fix the thing. Yeah. Yeah, if you didn't have a diplomat, the captain would have to deal with this bullshit. <laughs> well, let's right. just read and wait. Uh, just you get have them something... in. Let's get, look, just mm. offer them an apology, like Daniel suggested. Yeah. Offer them the reparation that you just arranged with the captain. And let's get this done. Yes. I don't believe I made any agreements for reparations with the captain. Something about uh, having them on the ship, which I uh, completely disagree with. That's that they may want, but that's nothing. Did I... you not bring that up with the captain? The captain trusts in me, I'm sure. He'll support whatever decision I make, inevitably. Uh, only if you fix the problem. Right, the problem that I had no part in causing. Mm. And a problem that you may have exacerbated because of your obsession with having a pet ogron, I think. Excuse not me, quite clear. I do not have an obsession, and also ogrons are a valued species in the Alliance. In the Alliance, the Ogrons are a member of the Alliance. Is that there are many Ogrons in the Alliance. Yes, but officially the Ogrons are a member of... <laughs> I meant... I didn't mean the entire Ogrons. There are many Ogrons serving aboard starships in the Alliance. Well, a few, perhaps. Maybe. How many is our currently on the explorer one one and and who put that one there uh, i did right the captain trusts you by the way well he should do i i i'm very, very good at paperwork right you have any you can do right now perhaps you could write up a formal apology and we can all sign it uh i mean yeah i've got i've got that form you have an apology form ready? Y yes. Well. Do you have to use those often? Um, fairly often. A lot of people um, do, do bad things, sir, and, and it's a very busy starship, so they fill out the form and they, then they've apologized to me. You are most easy to please, then. Thank Commander. you. Uh, I get my data pad out now. Look at how much time we've been here for. A solid four hours. <laughs> four hours. Four hours is awfully short, Commander. Uh, actually, four hours is exactly four hours. It's quite a long time. 
right for you, but do remember that Venetians live I do have longer. other things that I need to take care of on the starship. Commander right. Beige has been tapping his foot for the last hour. It's been like that, the, the knee, like... Yeah. Or is he like a pin clicker? He's just been... <laughs> uh, the, the perspective of time for a Venetian, particularly their elders, is very different. An hour is, is, is a very, very short amount of time. Four hours is... You know, is, is a very, very short amount of time still. If I that could, is all I well and good, but if if they think they can hold up uh, the, the the alliance's very own explorer, they're very much mistaken. We have very, very important things to do. You were brought down here to fix this problem. Now fix this problem. The captain has given you rights to do what you need to do, ambassador. Well, if I can it only do took what I four hours for mm -hmm. Neil to finally <laughs> lay the smack down. <laughs> if I could do what I think we need to do, we'd be in here for a day, maybe two. Well, you've got four hours. Oh, look, four hours are up, Ambassador. If you're absolutely certain, Commander. I'm very certain. Very well. I... I pushed the call button. Okay. <gasps> Shortly thereafter. Um, in walks the familiar-looking Venetian that you saw earlier. She says, How can I assist you? Hello there, Counselor. Just to introduce myself again, I am Diplomat Theodore Medron. I represent the explorer currently. This is Commander Beige, and this is a uh, Daniel. Crewman, well, crewman, crewman, yes, crewman, yes. Da crewman Daniel. That's me. Pleasure to make your acquaintance again. Mm. Well, and what might your name be? Excuse the rudeness of Commander Beige. He's somewhat stressed, you know. He really does want to get this awful situation on Shoku resolved. Uh, I just appreciate getting to the point. I am Councillor Otaru. Councillor Otaru. And firstly, I would like to say that we are most sorry about the carelessness and recklessness that led to a group of Ogrons been teleported into your welcoming area, and subsequently that it led to someone being beaten to death. Almost to death, sorry. Practically the same thing. Uh, uh, how is that uh, individual? Are they are they healthy? Are they are they well? The councillor's guard is recovering. They were yes, beaten and, quite uh, severely. Yes, I so I have heard. And how is the councillor himself? Is he is he also well? The councillor is well. It's, it's very good to hear. Um, we are investigating internally. Our engineers are 
doing. Uh, uh, they're, they're looking at the systems, trying to identify exactly what went wrong. Uh, so that this, this horrible mistake uh, may, may never happen again. Um, we'll be most thorough. She's just staring at you. Yes. Um, if there is anything at all that uh, that, that you and the councillors uh, need from us, uh, any assurances and such to make sure this situation never happens again, we will we'll most gladly discuss those with you. And uh, beyond that, uh, obviously, we, we wish to move on to the situation on Shoku. We have information that... Uh, through your systems and reports of our own. Um, all we need is uh, permission to enter Shoku space and we will do our best to defuse the situation and get everything back up and running so that uh, everyone has access uh, to everything that they need and everyone is safe. We want to get the, uh, the Primatist uh, uh, mining back on the go and back uh, get the Primatist back into the hands of the, of the Venetians who are best suited to using it. Very well. I will contact those in direct... I will contact those in direct communication with those responsible for those things that you have mentioned. I, I understand, of course. Uh, we are willing to, to remain here, or if you have no further need of us, we, we would return to our ship. She inclines her head and leaves. Uh, hmm. That didn't feel like it went very well. We did well, say we're sorry. At least you're starting to learn to read the room somewhat. So, um, I think that, uh, I think that you can give me a, um, an intuition plus do you have any kind of insight uh check Theodore? no but if i'm intuiting about my diplomacy skills maybe intuit how well my diplomacy went down sure uh and i will use my other luck die on this just so i can not make any mistakes in the future all the information Ooh, 16. 16 on a 66. Um, so, the Venetians, whenever they interact with people, whoever is the initiator of a conversation is the person that is expected to push the conversation along. Mm. They're the person that is responsible for um, asking the questions. They're the person right. that's responsible for um, taking the initiative in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Whoever is listening to the conversation, their primary goal is to listen uh, to the conversation. They take that mm -hmm. role very seriously and they appreciate that. Um, if they are meant to be listening, then they are listening. Um, and whenever you are um, in this kind of situation that you're in, um, she was quite clearly listening to what you had to say, yeah. and she addressed you very curtly, bluntly, and very Venetian-like. This is a very common sort of conversation. 
Yes, I was worried about pushing too hard. They're very sensitive, but perhaps I was a little too passive in the conversation. Uh, perhaps you should maybe call them back to give them the apology. Well, I did give them the apology. It was mostly the returning to the ship and getting access to... We did should you wait. actually say you were sorry? Oh, yes, they said I'd apologize about... Oh, Jimmy, blah, 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 you make blah, a good blah, point. Blah. The negative 1d6 rolls were not cleared yet. Um, yeah, you guys still had that that uh, the day. You, you guys are still behind a day of rest. Do you want us to be here for 27 <laughs> sessions? Um, <laughs> shut up, chat! <laughs> no, Jimmy, yeah. you're 100% right. Yeah. I thought that was for that, just to... For that, which... For that, thanks. You just Mechanically, I thought it was definitely... Quiet. I thought it was just quiet. Only, just only when you're traveling fade out so that those. Way. Just say you already removed it with the roll. <laughs> Nobody has to know. You know what I mean? I mean, I've been rooming it for mine. That's why I've been rolling so low. Yep. You can check my Earlier, <laughs> I realized that I was supposed to get a plus D6 from some exploit on my medical roll, so... I knew what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys were all on top of that shit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's me too. I forgot. But uh, yeah, technically you guys should be rolling one down. But we'll we'll call it we'll call it enough time that it's that it's been it's been uh, taken off. Yeah, uh, let's uh, wait here for another little while while she contacts those people. She returns and we'll well she'll be engaged in the conversation. We must listen carefully and answer, and then we'll go forward. One from of the that. things that you've definitely taken from the Venetians in general, they seem to be in no rush. They have a lot of patience in general, and that uh, since probably since they're so long lived, um, they have a different sort of sense of time than everybody else. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's one of those things like, you know, what what's a day to somebody that lives you know seven hundred years, right? Yes, quite. Um, if they should return in an hour, we can say we have urgent business to attend to on the ship and we must return, but they can call on us if they need us at any time, and that should be fine. But it's rude to call them back immediately, so let's wait for a little while and and hope that uh, everything the captain and the crew are doing is going well. Well, perhaps you can sign this apology form. I, I, I don't think they... Sign the apology form. I don't think I'd like that's... to have paperwork ready. Uh, there right, are six I, copies of this. Right, I don't get yeah, there's a pen. And uh, yes, here's a question at the bottom, for you, Commander. just put your name at the bottom. If you can look around the room, yes, you see the room, all of it windows, walls, tables. Yeah, it's a distinct bit garishly lack... colored. Yeah, distinct lack of paper, though. Wouldn't you say? Well, not really, because I've got quite a lot of paper here. Right, yeah. The Venetians have no use for paper records. What what we made? Do, do I know that? Do they not keep any paper records? You have not seen any paper since you've been here. Well, I Except like for paper. Yours. Well, what I might suggest is perhaps when we return to the ship, you can speak with the captain, and if he could perhaps... Is there like a, a weird... I feel like there's like a weird Hitchcock zoom on Neil's face, <laughs> like it's the, the dawning the realization. The back yeah. sort of like yeah. the, the depth of field changes, yeah. 
and it's it's just kind of this like as Neil's eyes start to go wide. <laughs> yeah, you can like you know when you can hear your breathing. Neil's got that going on. <gasps> Yeah, then, uh, uh, crewman Daniel, please sign here. Uh, yes, um, sir. Okay, there's one. Okay, is... there is one in the room. Oh, I'm gonna sign one as well. I'm gonna sign two. Okay, well, so I'm signing two. Is if the captain could make okay. an apology. Put the apology. captain on the Put on the captain's name. No, don't yeah, you. Okay, no, I'll sign no. the captain's name. No, don't sign the cap captain's name. That's insincere. I would suggest the captain make an apology. Probably over a video call, maybe to of... Councillor Nato himself. Uh, Ambassador, a captain of a starship in the Alliance of Solar Systems and Plenty Orbital Organizations would not apologize for such a small thing. Uh, I feel that what do you he mean would say it shows thing? weakness. I'm a, that is absolutely ridiculous. It shows weakness to hide from your mistakes. And it was clearly a mistake to put a Venetian in harm's way. It, they are or do you think that was a good that idea? work with prisoners. I feel like they are trained in this situation. So far, this could have every major problem. Place. So far, every major problem aboard the ship has been Jimmy's fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of this just stems from Jimmy. That's what I said earlier. I think it's so funny that Zagatikas plays both the biggest instigator yeah. and also the biggest band-aid. Like, <laughs> the entire thing. Even the engineer that caused all this, so pending investigation, has been uh, removed from duty. Right, yes. But it's not a sign of weakness to apologize. The captain is in charge of the ship and its operations. It is literally just... That's why we have sent the second-in-command of the ship down here. This was not taken lightly. We even brought the best ambassador we had on board. I think this is a roll. Uh, give me a... Um... Give me a... Sorry, what are we rolling for? I was <laughs> just talking shit. Well, well, I think you're trying to convince uh, uh, Theodore oh, the that, wouldn't that you're fine, that you're good to handle this versus Theodore trying to convince you that the captain should be the one that's handling this. Um, mm. So, yeah, Theodore, give me a... Um, give me a negotiating plus your charisma. Um, and uh, Neil, if you have the same... Go ahead and roll that. Um, I do have negotiating, but I do have leadership. Would that be more relevant? Um, yeah, you can do that. Sure, that'll work. Uh, plus my charisma. Charisma. Do you want to go first or second? Yeah. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want to beat my number? You go first. Okay. Let's do it. A twenty, Ooh, a twenty on attainable. sixty-six. It's attainable. It what, did did you remove the? No, you right. We yeah. It was good. I, I yeah, washed we, we've it been out. doing that the whole time. Now, here we go. I've got a five d six on this. <laughs> That's a twenty-one on a five d six. 
Peachy needs an extra die just to stay average with uh, his his roles. Uh, holy cow! Yeah. So um, Theodore, you kind of put on a. You, you, uh, there's another like extended argument between you and Neil back and forth, um, and finally, what's been passed on is that the higher the rank of a person that speaks with the Venetians the more respected they will be it's like their their representation of the uh, their age and their culture so the older the person is that contacts them the more respected they will be shown you see and as much as captain Braxton McQuaid is 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 a very accomplished man he's also older, looks older, speaks older, is generally more wise, and he is a captain. That all counts so much more than, than your stamps and paperwork. Who, uh, I probably have all this information to hand, but who is the oldest person on board the Explorer? Is it Captain Braxton? Or it, it depends on the alien race. Like, uh, some of the alien races are longer lived. Uh, some let, of them. Let, let's say. The Boreans. Know, all... Boreans actually. The, uh, it's probably they're... perfect Ford. Yeah, Boreans roll for three times the age. Uh, perfect Ford is quite a young Borean. Did you do three times your age when you did it? Because that's. Three times for long lived, right? For Borean? I, I think it's three for Boreans. For some reason, that's the number that sticks in my head. And it's five for Venetians. Might be five for uh, Venetians. He, he's he's uh, got the young attribute. That doesn't mean shit because that's based on your role that you have for the other stuff. So you can't make them younger. You can make them older, but you can't make your character younger uh, than they should be. You're right. Yeah, it's times three for Boreans. Yeah. I haven't actually rolled his age. Well, one of, one of the things I'm telling you is that's that's one of their exploits. They have to, for all of their careers, it takes them three times longer to do everything. So What, if a what career... I mean is, if you, like, average the ages, like, you know, like a teenage um, mm -hmm. or an, an old age uh, felon is still young for a Borean, A, a young human. Borean is up to 89 years of age. Yeah. Now, if you haven't done your careers yet for your Borean, you take every single career that you're supposed to roll... And you times yeah, I, it I, by three. I, I just want to know who's the oldest on ship when you, when it, you know. I understand like, what you're asking me. What I don't think is what Perfect you're... Ford isn't going to be the oldest one on the ship. He's still three times older than a human doing the same careers as he did. So my yeah, point is. Yeah, but if he's young, he's like, I'm on about the age yeah, is making years. sense. He's still just, 89. Oh, it's years? He, they, yes. they only care about years? Years. Do we have Venetians on board? No, uh, probably just nobody's. Well, they'd probably be the oldest. Yeah, right? Venetians are yeah. probably the oldest. So the captain is not necessarily the oldest on the ship. Every Maybe. race has an exploit if they're longer lived, where they multiply their career ages by a certain number. Boreans is three. Venetians, I think, is five. Like Zagaticus mentioned. Yeah. Is it the age or the rank that is more important to these people? Both. Well. Within themselves, they, they both go hand in hand. The older you are, generally you have a higher rank. But when dealing with outsiders, they generally go by rank, social holding. They they put weight into what we put into. Just it's easier for them to interact with us that way. 
unless we have someone with more pull and power than the captain. Owen has more pull and power on the ship than the captain. Well, I might in some situations, depending on who I'm interacting with, but you're absolutely right. The captain is the number one on the ship with regards to the ship. He's not going to like it. Uh, I get that impression also, but it's... Uh, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, so they say. <sighs> Away team to Captain Brexton. Brexton. This is Captain McQuaid. I'm very sorry, Captain, but we seem to have meet, met, reached an impasse. Okay. Explain. I don't think an apology from the second most important person on the ship is going to cut it with these Venetians. I understand. Uh, what is it exactly you wish for me to do? Have you tried actually apologizing yet? Uh, Captain, if I may, I didn't you to the call. Thank I'm you. Daniel. Why? Anyways. I got Dan. Uh, Captain, the the Venetians, they respect rank quite highly, often because in Venetian society, those of a higher rank are older, more wise, etc. I've done my best to apologize with the, uh, to them. They are uh, communicating within themselves, but I feel like if we want them to feel like it's a sincere apology, Perhaps you should speak directly to, to Councillor Natto, perhaps over a private video call, and uh, apologize to him in person. Uh, his private guard was injured uh, severely, and uh, obviously it was a, a disturbing situation for him to have to, to witness and participate in. Uh, you don't necessarily have to come down here, although in person is always better, but I understand you have things to attend to on the ship, so... That is my advice. We are currently waiting for them to return. That is something that I understand and will do. I will uh, reach out to Councillor Neto. And that will, uh, Captain, a piece of advice. If you are reaching out to him, mm -hmm. then make sure that you are being succinct and to the point, and you are telling him what you want to say. Uh, you don't have to necessarily... With Venetians, they want, if you engage, let's put it simply, if you engage the conversation, you keep the conversation moving. Do you understand? I've been dealing with Venetians for years, Councillor. Of course you have. I'm sorry. It's just I've been dealing with people who don't understand such intricacies for almost five hours now. It is... Part of that understand. is due to the long-winded nature of <laughs> Ambassador Met. Diplomatic well, like hear myself speak. Can you blame me? I'm fantastic. It's like the difference between a Brandon Sanderson novel. Have you heard this voice? <laughs> it's pure syrup. Listen, it's an extra 700 pages. Um, well, now that that's all out and said, Captain, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, as always, the standard apology format goes well. What happened? Why it happened? How are you going to stop it? You're sorry, and et cetera, et cetera. Thank you for your input, Ambassador Medrin. Yeah, most welcome. We hope to be back aboard the ship as soon as possible. Uh, do you have any word on that uh, Ugron on the ship situation? It does make me somewhat uncomfortable. 
We get a flashback to yeah. uh, Boker and Boffin. Are they just, what are they doing? Like, so, like, timeline, <laughs> timeline-wise, like, the second I got off the, the comms, like, before, I mm-hmm. would have, like, actually done something about it. But I didn't want to interject while the mm. dialogue was going on. Okay. But, yeah, um, Ambassador, that has been taken care of. I am that is good to, to hear. Deal with this myself, but it is taken care of. Thank you, thank you. Um, well, very well. I will leave you to your business, Captain. Thank you for your time. Very well. Uh, I am planning on setting up a meeting tomorrow at potentially 1300 hours, if they'll both agree, to discuss the dispute over Shoku with two ambassadors from the Venetians and two from the Boreans. I would like you there as well. Ah, naturally, Captain, naturally. I would love to put an end to this. It would be great for everyone involved. Very well. Well, whenever you do decide to retire for the evening, if you could spend some free time going over the dispute and the history of it, that would be ah, Naturally, naturally. I've read it several times already, but once more never hurts. That's what they say, isn't it? <laughs> I think so, yes. Okay, well, good day to you, Captain. It's been a lovely chat. Likewise. God, you know when you meet someone that's just so punchable. Yeah, I, I'm cringe. I get off the comms, just shudder a little bit. Just it's it's one of those it's one of those people that you talk to in a party and you just like, oh, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Really? Yeah, it's oh, yeah, you, you know, just, are those Steve? Steve, come, are those crab on. cakes over there? I need another drink. <laughs> Oh, look, a badger. I've been my hair for like two days. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things where uh, Diplomat Medrin has like constantly interjecting himself into the conversations, you know, and it just ends up taking them over. Uh, those are the worst people. Jesus. Uh, okay, so. Um, um, could we go through the situation with the Ogrin, or do you, can we just like? Yeah, quickly? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the second the previous comms call would have ended, um, I would have just instantly st- like st- turned around. Um, is uh, Weiler at her post? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, one second here. Is that a dog joke? No, <laughs> I don't. It's unintentional every time on my puns and shit. So it's unintentional. Com- uh, Lieutenant Commander Weiler. Yes, sir. What is the nature of the Ogron still being aboard our vessel? Sir? There is one Ogron still aboard our vessel that was not transported back. What is the meaning of this? Sir, I was unaware of this. I what? need you and your team to deal with this right away. Get that Ogron. Sir, yes, sir. And I just turn back around, sit back, and just... Oh. I probably would have sent a memo to Tactical. Uh, Okay... Um. Oh, but then again, she only just picked. What? What is the procedure? If she's been entered in, there there would have to be a record if she's gone into tactical. There's she's definitely no procedure to just randomly add a crew member to the ship. Well, we did it with. Moda. We have done it once already. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 the precedent has been set. It, it, it's something that Captain McQuaid did, yeah. but there is no actual pre- like there is no actual procedure 
in the uh, in the Alliance of Solar Systems and Planetary Orbital Organizations rulebook for adding people into the crew. Uh, this is 100% not a thing. <laughs> this is something that Captain McQuaid can technically do as part of his power, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It was. It's not necessarily a thing. Um, so yeah, Weiler, uh, Weiler will, uh, will, uh, basically, Dora, please indicate where the Ogron person is aboard the ship. The Ogron individual that you are looking for is currently located on sea deck with crewman Boffin. What? Crewman Boffin, this is Weiler. Yes, Lieutenant Commander Weiler. Are you with an Ogron? One of the prisoners? Yes, I was about to bring her to requisitions. Why, why have you done this? I was told to bring her around the ship. By whom? I believe it was Commander Beige. Commander Beige? But he is such a stickler for the rules. This doesn't make any sense. I'm just following orders, Lieutenant Commander. She what says, would you like me to do? Escort the Ogron prisoner immediately to the brig. Very well. Is there anything else? Uh... No, that's all. And just immediately, she's just filled with rage. Just probably like drool, like you know, hanging down, <laughs> hanging down off her mouth. Very well, Lieutenant Commander Weiler, Crewman Boffin out. Can you imagine how long conversation between him and the ambassador would be? So long, so long. Boker. Mild disappointment. Yes. Can you put your hands together like this? I put them out like, like this. It's a new dance. We don't. Would you we... like to learn it? It's mandatory tactical training. Do. Just like this and I kind of slowly grab your arms and kind of just move them together. Just hold them there, okay? And close your eyes. What? It's a fun move. And oh, thank you. And I kind of like take one hand and like kind of go like this over your eyelids, keep them closed. And I'm gonna grab my cuffs and just slowly cuff them. <laughs> thank you. What is this? And why do you cuff me? I didn't do anything. Follow me. This is the dance. I am bringing you to the ball. Why do you do dancing cuffs? We aren't there yet this way, please. And I walk her slowly, if she'll follow, to the brig. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a... It is a possibility that Ogrons have some sort of, uh, well, they call it wrestling. Um, 
<laughs> no, no. That's a different... no, don't do that. That's a different dance. <laughs> don't do that. The Ogrons, the Ogrons, uh, they have a, they, uh, they have a certain, they have a special, uh, <laughs> There's a, there's a, they rituals. Actually, yeah, they have uh, <laughs> eight penises. <laughs> there's um, yeah, the Ogron mating rituals are the 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 Ogrons. Uh, their translation just translates to wrestling. Um, and the funny part is that you guys actually have there's an actual like Ogron wrestling federation um, that that you guys have. So it's a weird kind of double meaning that's yeah yeah uh, but uh, there might be certain uh wrestling moves that require the uh, use of cuffs but uh i don't know if you're getting that vibe from boffin right now <laughs> he's not as, he's not as aggressive as he would need to be for that vibe yeah did i'm just wondering did, did was i able to place the cuffs on or did boker yeah did boker resist at all yeah mm. <laughs> Well, she re- she's angry after the cuffs are on. Okay, perfect. But, yeah, secret of Boker is she's desperate for approval or, like, uh, acceptance. So she thinks you're really trying to take her into your customs. And then now she's PO'd that you're cuffed oh, her. Uh, she's not following you. She's set still. <laughs> okay, so you oh, march good. her off to the brig. Oh, did you say that she wasn't actually moving? Oh, she's like, not. Okay. Boker... Stop resisting. Why you arrest me? What I do wrong? I was ordered to. Do not fight it. But you're so big, I thought you were superior officer. I am a crewman aboard this vessel. But you're so big, you could tell them no cuff. No cuff and walk. Then just follow me then. And I'm going to walk and see if she'll follow. Does she... What in it for me? Food. Bokor not hungry. Bokor miss her warhammer. You can quite <laughs> clearly hear like the grumbling. <laughs> Maybe I can get your warhammer later. But you have to come with me now. Don't make me angry. And I'm walking over. <laughs> Cheap poker like a bear and put your ears out, make yourself bigger. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, the ears, ears kind of like slowly, like, because my ears are super long and they're kind of like folded down and they're kind of like held here. There's probably like kind of like rest in there. But as I walk over, they kind of slowly unfurl out. And it's like a wingspan of probably like five feet from tip of ear to tip of ear. It's going full cobra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I follow, but small man, beige name said I know be prisoner again. Take that up with the commander this way. <laughs> okay. So, um... Captain? Yes. How are you proceeding here? Um, with this here specific situation, okay, so after uh, I had given that order, um, I probably I would have waited maybe like... I mean in regards minutes. to the Venetians. Oh, the Venetians yeah. themselves. Okay, so what I'm doing, um, I'm working right now on a 
Uh, oh, never mind, because I, I was working on a uh, an invitation for the Venetians and the Boreans, but okay. Um, that's what I would have done, because chronologically, this is like in between what happened earlier. So I would have just typed up a cordial invitation to both the Venetians and to the Boreans, uh, inviting them both uh, on board our vessel the next day at 1300 hours to start discussions uh, on the, or about the uh, dispute on Shoku. In the captain's, I think the room, it's the conference room. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, go ahead and give me some rolls here. Um, sure. ba -ba -ba -ba. Let's see. Give me your diplomacy plus your charisma or reputation. Okay. Okay. I will use diplomacy plus charisma. And... Okay. Diplomacy plus charisma. I will use. Uh, I'll use three luck die on this. Wow. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure that this goes smooth. 26. 26. 26 on an 8d6. Uh, okay. All right, fair enough. You draft up a letter, get yeah. it ready to send off. Are you going to show it to anybody first, or are you sending this off by yourself? Yeah, I, I would send that off to, uh, by myself to set that up for uh, tomorrow so we can... Like, we know when the proceedings for Ashoku are going to begin. We have a date for that now. Okay. So, so you send off the letter to the Boreans uh, and the Venetians, uh, mm -hmm. at least whomever you have a represent representative for. I assume that for the Boreans, you probably send it to, like, the mining facility, maybe? Yeah, I was um, actually going to send the... Um, send it to the head ship of the Borean blockade, because I'm assuming that's where the the leaders of the Boreans are in this dispute. Oh, how little do you know of the Boreans? <laughs> well, I, well, whatever would have made sense. The, but, but the, that's probably where it, I would have uh, first. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure it would be a Borean. They would not, would 100% not put any kind of leader out on, a, on like one of the lead ships. They would definitely be down on the mining, in the mining facility on the planet. That's cool. just the way that the Boreans think. They don't care about that border shit. They just want to mine and get all that stuff done. Uh, the the whole uh, the whole you know being being out in the front thing. That's for the that's for the 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 uh, the people that have almost no rank. Like those are the the noobs that get sent out there. Um, okay. Yeah, well, hopefully so it gets forwarded through. But that's where I would I would send it initially. Okay. Yeah. All right, so it gets sent off. Um, uh, in terms of the people that are still on Vendelier, uh, any last things that you guys are doing? Now, um, if no one arrives after her return, probably yeah, nobody arrives for sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, then it would be push the button and say, uh, "We have some mouse to attend to on our ship. If you need us, give us a call, and we'll get beamed back up." Okay. Search the pay map. And then, oh, then I beam them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's confusing. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> oh, oh, what? Oh, not that. Please, love a guy. Does does uh, Crewman Ford respond? 
Uh, I think he just beams them up because I completely forgot and I got flustered and now I've rolled some dice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right, so beaming up now. 26 Strike on a 66. <laughs> yeah, you totally facepalm after you realize that uh, you just you just did a Jimmyism, um, and uh, yeah, you guys get beamed off the planet, and that's where we're gonna end the session today. Also, mm. where was that 26 when we needed shit to yeah. work? <laughs> goodness, it's been quite a quite a trying evening, if I do say so myself. I think, uh, Crewman Kinder, uh, you're probably fucking worn out. This is a shit. This is like, this is the fucking nightmare of a tactical officer, just like listening to two bureaucrats go back and forth for hours. You guys were down there for at least six hours. <laughs> like, yeah, at least. Definitely. Trapped in a room bickering. I can't, I, like, I would rather slam my balls in a phone book than listen to that shit. <laughs> wouldn't do really anything like else. You would yeah. not. No, you wouldn't. Awful. You might be into that. I've seen videos. Awful. That's my exact kink. That's what Zagonicus spends his time on Reddit doing. Um, yeah, I'm a curator <laughs> of balls. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, all right. So, yeah, um, everybody's going to get uh, 5 XP for the day. 5 XP. Um, and uh, this is anybody that was involved in today's session. Well, okay. that's just me. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll go around the room. Let's do some shout outs to wrap things up. Let's uh, start with uh, Mr. Peachy Parksel Fate. Hey guys, thanks for watching. You can follow me on twitch.tv forward slash Peachy Parksel Fate. Um, check out my merch, Teespring Parksel Fate. Um, there's some, some, some really nice t-shirts with some ball slamming action over there. I'll be streaming tomorrow, uh, because, uh, has that been announced? Oh, tomorrow. uh, no, tomorrow we have no, uh, episode of 7th Eon, unfortunately. We're, we're, uh, off tomorrow. So I'll be just doing a normal stream tomorrow, and I won't be playing No Man's Sky for once. I'll probably be the only person on Twitch doing that. You're gonna be shaking violently <laughs> a little bit a little i might play so just i'm gonna play some now thanks for watching bye <laughs> zagonicus ladies and gentlemen i do thank you for attending this evening we did try our best to entertain you and i hope that we did enough uh, sadly, I think everyone gave their best effort. I'm myself. trying to remember a Churchill quote right now, and I can't. <laughs> if I can just, if I do say so myself now. That's who he reminds me of. He's he's just Winston Churchill. <laughs> if you do, Winston how ben. dare you? How dare you? <laughs> but Ben's a national treasure. Uh, I do hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, we, we caught a tiny glimpse of Jimmy today. We've got a whole lot more diplomat Theodore Madron. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed your time with them. Uh, if you want to enjoy some time with me, then uh, I do stream twitch.tv slash Zagarkus. It's video games. It's sometimes creating D&D stuff. And it's just hanging out and chatting and have a good old time. And uh, I love you all dearly. And I'll see you again very soon. Thank you very much. Simply Birthday. <laughs> Hi. My name is Simply Jackson or Simply Jackson, a variety broadcaster here on Twitch. I do art, video gaming, mostly video gaming stuff right now. I do as Warframe or World of Warcraft. Uh, trying to catch up on that BFA vibe. I got my limited time mount for the prequest last night, so yay, exciting. Um, I'll be doing a very mild, low-tempered, I just turned 33, so we're not blowing it out 
just calm down birthday stream tonight uh which is i.e a regular stream of me playing warframe uh and today i played uh ruby tootie who didn't have too much time today but she she hasn't had a lot of time to herself so i think she's enjoying the downtime and then uh as well as Volker, uh the new potential ogre candidate uh for something on the ship she carries things really well so maybe she'll just be a medical transport person who like moves people from beds to beds or something Carry me I don't if know. you want to i'm <laughs> sorry you said you you, you turned 33 mm -hmm. oh okay i i fucked yeah. up the i fucked up you're okay thing. we'll say 31. <laughs> you want i mean that's the birthday wish that you want anyway right is just to turn it back two years um oh, so uh, much thank so you much. Or just to turn it like forward enough years that I feel wise and like I've gotten somewhere, but right now I'm in that like weird medium time where it's like, I'm just afloat. Let's just pretend like we're still in our twenties. Woo. <laughs> um thank you. Thank you, Simply. And happy birthday. Yeah. Uh Pony Punch. Hello, my name is Pony Punch. I stream uh, role playing games here on Twitch, not like this though, and not like these merch. I do like Arc and GTA and stuff. Uh and music once a week. This was really uh, fun. Thank you for watching. That what, what? What accent was that? That was my English accent. Can't you hear? All right, fair enough. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> Shout out to Brad Wotor for DMing this. Thanks, appreciate that. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Roger Bobby Phil. I played a. A new character today played Boffin. That was fun. Speaks a little deep, little, little, uh, little slow. I definitely use the L core from Mass Effect as a muse for that. So hopefully that came across a bit. Super fun character. Can't wait to play more of him next week. Hopefully, thank you all so much for hanging out. Follow everybody here. Do the thing and subscribe here to get all the new emotes. Actually, subscribe everywhere that, as long as it's one of these fine people here and everybody else associated with the Table Story crew. That's what you need to do. Just take all of your disposable income and just yep. throw it at yep. the screen. Just do it. Do it. But please start with all of our wonderful players today. Um, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Thank you, chat, for being here, regardless of stupid power outages and other hot garbage uh, technical crap that, that's happened today. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, chat. Thank you for being awesome. Thank you for spamming emotes. Thank you for just being here and being you. Thank you for lurking, whatever it is you do. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, chat. Um, thank you to Bobby. Thank you, Pony. Thank you, Simply. Thank you, Zagonicus. Thank you, Peachy, for being awesome role players. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. As mentioned, um, if you guys want to help support uh, Table Story in general, one of the best ways you can do that is to go, uh, go check out the stuff offered by our wonderful sponsor, Morris, the creator of the What's Old is New RPG system. Um, the way you can do that is head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Morris, M-O-R-R-U-S, to sign up to his Patreon. And uh, check out the podcast that is available for various role-playing news over at M-O-R-R-U-S dot podbean dot com. And thank you guys, uh, as always, for watching. As mentioned, there's no 7th Eon tomorrow. We have uh, a couple people gone, and um, we are uh, we're going to uh, continue on with that the following week. Otherwise, Monday, we've got uh, the Nameless Ones. Uh, and hopefully we'll see you guys then. Peace out.
Have a wonderful rest of your weekend and happy birthday, Stan Play! Happy birthday, Leslie! Happy birthday!